0: This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody and welcome Off the Rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book review show where we take books from this past week, recap, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations of books that are coming out this week. We think you should pick up. We're going to be talking about a bunch of books that came out this week. A couple of milestones were hit. A doomsday clock came out, which of course is cause for celebration and fanfare because, you know... I had uh, not serious money, but kind of like theoretical money on Doomsday (laughs) Clock not finishing before 2020. Uh I still think I'm good. He's got what? October, November, December. You got three months.
1: How many more issues? One. Oh. Wow, really? Yeah. I did not pay attention to the numbering today.
0: Yeah. No, that's why... I have a lot of criticism for 11, which we'll get into. But yeah, I still don't think Doomsday Clock number 12 will come out before December 31st.
1: (laughs) It might. Or like the rest of this month, which we have most of. October? November? Okay, October is rough because of um, cons and stuff. But John's doesn't go to cons.
0: It ain't John's.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like... And Frank, unless it is and frank's not going to cons
0: no he's not i haven't so, seen him at a con in years just,
1: i don't know i think uh, he might make it i
0: have maybe, a couple of theories maybe about maybe
1: it'll that. be a a holiday miracle
0: hmm maybe <laughs> Come on. if ever there was a time for them it would be appropriate for that mm. book so yeah a bunch of books came out uh what do you want let's talk about deceased Okay. Because it's not deceased, by the way.
1: Yeah, this wasn't deceased. This was a tie-in.
0: Yeah, it was a tie-in, and I like I read it and I was like, why am I reading a tie-in? And it turns out like it's because I was interested, and I think it's done by the same person.
1: Well, I, I thought you got it because you knew I was gonna be interested in it, and I, oh, I you did you picked do that. it up just so that I could read it, and I was like, Yeah. Yeah. This was a long tie-in.
0: Right. Well, it felt like a regular issue of the main series. Yeah. So yeah, it
1: was deceased a good day. To, to die. die.
0: Oh, good title. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it 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 basically is like okay. So yes, the deceased virus thing came from uh, apocalypse. Yep. What are the new gods up to right now? Or what are the new god ancillary characters were like uh, up to? Yeah. What do they do? Uh, well, what what did Mister Miracle and Big Bar to do?
1: Why do not even say that, like what what would they do? It, it's more like if you're going to say that Dark Side got the anti-life equation and then like accidentally like transmitted like a virus to the rest of the universe, like. You're damn right. I feel like Scott and Barta would be like, "What the hell happened out there? We have to go back. We have to. I have to know.
0: Yeah, I have to know." No, that's true.
1: Um, and I dig that. I dig that concept where like they go to apocalypse and it's just wrecked. <laughs> it's gone. Basically, it's like Alderon. Yeah, it's, you know. No,
0: it's cool. It was it, it. This issue felt like an actual issue from the series. Mm-hmm. It's by Tom Taylor, and it's basically just like Barta and Scott go to apocalypse. They're like, okay, that's done. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good about this. Let's go to Earth. Let's check it out. And then they basically bump into Mr. Terrific, who has three plans, all of which fail.
1: Yeah, well, no, they, uh, yeah. But
0: that's the truncated version there of this really episode Like, they go to
1: Apocalypse, he's dead. They're like, hooray, they go home. And then there's, like, a knock on the door. Right. And, like, Scott's like, don't open the door. And she's like, who, what, what a zombie's gonna knock?
0: Right, yeah. Then he rings the doorbell, and they're and like, they're, all right, fine. fine.
1: And it's Mr. Terrific, and he's just like, hey cool, hey, I'm here because I, I, I'm i studying the virus. I've tried everything. I tried actually um, not only studying it, but also giving it to them again to see if that might
0: yeah. negate
1: it. And it's like, nah, it's not gonna work like that. So he's like, so I figure I need to go to Apocalypse because that's where it came from. Right,
0: check the origin of the virus. <laughs> yeah, they're and they're like, like, it's gone. There he's ain't like, one.
1: Okay, cool. So instead, we're all going to like band together here and we're gonna go talk to um, Booster Gold and... Blue Beetle. Because, like, Booster Gold's actually part of the third plan. But I guess Mr. Terrific was like.
0: Just in case. Just
1: in case, and or, like, it, this was very convenient for the storytelling, but I, Mr. Triffick might think in that way, where he's like, just in case something happens...
0: Let's bring Plan let's... C with us yeah. to Plan B. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, Plan B is Tiffany's plan.
1: Yeah. Which it's, is like, okay,
0: just... we got a world-ending problem. Let's, let's solve it with magic.
1: Yeah, let's, let's... Magic, man. Science isn't working. We've got to turn to magic. And yeah. so they go to England, um, where we see uh, John Constantine is running from hordes, He hops into... Uh, his cab. He's yep. like, Chaz, we gotta go. Uh, he had his phone on him. You know, the, like, you can already tell, and like, you know, in if you know anything about these types of movies and or stories, he's a zombie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Zombie. I'm gonna use they're the word straight up zombies.
0: zombies in this issue in particular. I, they're zombies. I guess
1: I'd say I could say infected. They called
0: them the undead in this issue. They're
1: undead. They're infected. Yeah. They're unfected. Um, but um, in a straight up like Steve Dillon looking panel. Yeah. Like there's two, like but that one is the most Steve Dillon looking, like I, that like I've seen John look in a long time. Yes,
0: this had straight up real like but Constantine. Just Field.
1: these parts because there's a whole bunch of artists who worked on it, yeah. but like I got to this and I was like, whoa, yep.
0: that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but he burns him alive, and then they like he tries to drive, and he never learned how to drive. Right. I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you know. He's, like, drunk 95% of the time, I guess. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, but um, they end up, like, you know, our other team, you know. Rescues up, him. Yeah, ends up running into him. And they're like, you know, okay, so we figure magic is the answer. And he's just like, yeah, no.
0: No, I'm just going to drink I'm myself not, into the end of the yeah, world. Yeah, I'm not going to
1: help you. And Mr. Riffick's like, you sure you might change your mind? He's like, I'm not.
0: I won't. I won't. Okay. I'm not
1: going to. So then they decide to enact plan C, the third plan, which is time travel. Mm -hmm. the answer is time travel let's use time travel um so they're going to use booster gold's um time machine which he stored um in malibu Mm -hmm. with fire and ice when they get there
0: they're already monsters yeah which is
1: funny because it was difficult to tell if they were or they weren't because apparently like being like green and blue makes it harder for me to figure it out i was like they could just have stuff on them yeah
0: no i think the fact that they like drew they and they didn't it, it was a lazy way to do it where they like just kind of like as the colorist to put blood on her
1: yeah no I know but I was just like oh alright well
0: yeah. fine
1: Um, so they have to fight their way in now and um, Scott and Barda stay behind in order to um, give them more time to get to the time machine they end up
0: dying like, going
1: down <laughs> he quotes Cher
0: which was cute.
1: Which was hilarious, because she was just like, really?
0: Really? He's like, I like Cher. <laughs> and then they die. But of course, because Plan C has to do with time travel, they're kind of like, well, it'll get undone anyway.
1: Yeah, like, like, one of two things is going to happen. Either, like, we'll, this will be undone, or we're dead. I mean, like, who cares, I guess, at this point. Yeah. It's funny, though, because they're like, we have to give them more time. They barely give them any additional time instead of actually escaping, which they could have done. Yes. Which I was like, that's a... like They should have just used a boom tube and like, gotten the hell out of there. Yeah, but they Except, do the boom tubes work if... Like the like, is there like a network? No, is apocalypse I, I, like? I'm sure Boom Tubes Boom will be tube a network. Yeah,
0: no, I don't think so.
1: Um, but anyway, when they get there, get to the room where the time machine is held, they can't access it.
0: Yeah, because there's a roadblock in the way in the na- by the name of friggin' fire uh Gra- wave rider
1: wave rider. I was like, no, it's. I'm like, no, it's a no, stupid- it's
0: friggin' wave rider. Yeah.
1: And you know
0: Wave Rider's like you can't go. Yeah, and they're like, I'm, Well
1: he's like being the time cops. He's like, Nope.
0: Nope. And you're under arrest for even thinking about it.
1: Yeah, you're you're under arrest for, for time crimes.
0: And it's like, okay, Wave Rider. Whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile. Meanwhile,
1: the thing you all knew was going to happen, which would like, even though you know John Constantine is the kind of guy who would not help out, he goes to the Oblivion Bar, he's gonna get drunk, Bobo's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like he's like, Oh, it must be really bad at there, and he's like, It is and he's totally gonna get plastered, and then he's like, you know what? I guess I'll help. He gets really mad at himself, and he's like, "I have to go help." So he goes off,
0: which actually seems kind of in keeping. Like, yeah. I, I know that like most folk would want to peg John Constantine as being like a bastard who doesn't have remorse or like a conscience, but right. like his whole shtick, his origins are derived from his conscience getting in the way yeah and it explains like why he's a jerk but also why sometimes he would help
1: yeah and i think this is one of those instances where it's like okay yeah no seriously this is bad yeah like this is above and beyond bad and it's something that i might be able to assist with so he shows up and he's just he's like basically steps with the wave rider and is like you know oh can you read my mind and he's just like he's like No. no like oh oh, no can you see my future can you see what i'm gonna do he's like no he's like cool what's in this hand and then he like headbutts him yep he's like he's being a magician he's like ha ha
0: misdirection
1: yeah i'm I'm clever um so the plan is to just get booster gold into the time machine Mm -hmm. um but suddenly booster gold's like oh no Because, like, he's being unmade. Yeah. Like, he's Marty McFlying. Um, right.
0: Which, <laughs> like, like, which I kind of... was the like,
1: enchantment under the sea dance. Right. Uh-oh. But, yeah. Because, according to this, it's because Kell found
0: Barry. Barry Allen. And I was like, what?
1: Well, I guess we'll find out. Or we missed something? Yeah. I'm not sure. All I know is Booster Gold is unmade, basically. And, like, he and and Blue Beetle have, like, a total, like, bro moment.
0: Yep, a bro if a you will. A bro
1: That's That's exactly what it is. Between the two of them, where, like, you know, Blue Beetle's, like, holding Booster Gold. <laughs> and he's just like, stay with me, man, stay with me!
0: He's like, I'm sorry I'll never have met you.
1: Yeah, and I was like, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, because... It's cute. It, yeah. It's much more earned and real than the Heroes in Crisis bros for, before Heroes moment, right. which is like so No, this awful. is just
1: cute. Like, they're like, all right, cool, whatever. So then Wa-
0: Wave Rider's like, it is done!
1: Bye! <laughs> You're dead! gonna leave.
0: Oh, Terrific died too. Yeah. So then, uh... Oh, terrific
1: dies in a horrific way. Yeah,
0: he does. Like, he... Terrific horrifically died.
1: <laughs> yes, he does. Like, you know, in a, like, in a way where it's like, oh, damn. Oh, sorry. Oh, I guess you could have actually fixed everything and that's why you had to die. Yep. Whoops, he gets ripped in two. Yeah. And then Constantine's like, Oh, are you just gonna leave Wave Rider? Are you just gonna go? Yeah. No, I don't think so. So he like binds their like the two together so you can't leave. He's just like, You can't go without me, we're in the buddy system now. Yeah. And then he immediately dies. Yeah, <laughs> like, and Waver- then Wave Rider going.
0: dies. He's slaughtered by a blue beetle zombie. <laughs>
1: like,
0: and then oh.
1: Dr. Fate, Dr. fate and, and Zatanna show up, up
0: to rescue Constantine. And
1: he's just like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, no, we came, like, to help. Or to and he's get like, you. well, you're late. And he's like, yeah, but we just, like, he told Bobo where he was going, and so then he related to them. So mm-hmm. it was like, it's, you know, you didn't really ask for help, John. No. So, you know. But
0: they're here to do it anyway, and then. Uh... Yeah, and
1: that, like, you know, basically the fate of things, like, rests with, like, John and that, like, Fate's like, hey, hey, look, it's over. It's fine. It doesn't matter because like the Lords of Chaos and Order are coming.
0: Yeah, and Constance's like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't cotton into that.
1: Yeah, I'm not cool with that. I'm like, cool. Right on. Like as as far as tie-ins go, this I hopefully this will actually play into the like main story. Isn't just like an ancillary story that Taylor wanted to tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. Right. I I dug it quite a bit. I liked all these characters. I know most of them died. And it was funny, because it was like, I did not see Constantine making it through to the end of the book. Yeah. Um, No.
0: (laughs) But it it was great. Uh, Taylor knew how to use these characters properly. Some of the art wasn't really consistent, obviously, with multiple artists. Yeah. Some of the art, like, just was not okay. No, I agree. With this. But uh, otherwise, good stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, surprisingly, you know, normally I'm like, woo tie-ins, but... Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Well, again,
1: like, might have been less than, uh, less of a tie-in and more of something that, like, might actually...
0: I mean, it is a tie-in. It's just, like, it actually did the job the tie-ins, well, like, purport to do. Right.
1: I was going to say, is it a tie-in when it's a book that's created just for that? I guess so. Yeah. Because this felt like a supplement.
0: Right. It was more of a supplement. I would call it a supplement over a tie-in.
1: But you have to take your supplement.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, sometimes. yeah. <laughs> by the way, before we get into more books, I wanted to mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you, which is to say that we have this thing called Super Chats where you can, like, drop a little bit of scratch and we'll add your comment or question into the show organically in a way that makes it feel more flowy and uh, pays, you know, service to that as well, helps us out, keeps the lights on, uh, and the internet connection flowing, so... You know, uh we encourage you to do that if you want to participate in this show. It's a collaborative effort. Like Super Luigi Accus says, shout out to Batman hating nukes. Yeah. Right on. Of course Batman would hate nukes. It's basically just a big gun. It's the biggest but thing. then again, like why would Batman like Psywaner missiles and other things if he's like had a problem with guns?
1: He likes snakes. It's cool.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Uh Mr. Ravado says, So is the doomsday clock just another spawn clock? I mean, uh yeah, more or less. The spawn clock, of course, being a power meter, you know, it says like Except the Doomsday Clock is, yeah, the, the Doomsday Clock's arbitrary. It's more of a metaphysical or metaphorical. Yeah. Whereas Spawn's Clock actually is a metaphysical clock. Uh, he also says, why not use the bat magic? That usually works. Uh, they were smart enough to get rid of Batman within the first two issues of the yeah. series. So they were like, get out of here. No, no yeah. Batman. No Dick Grayson. So like no smart bat people except for Alfred. Yes. That's all you get. Yes. And I guess Damien.
1: Someone must have rubbed off there. I'm just, I'm just saying. And yeah. They got, well, and honestly, they may or may not be there anymore. We don't know with the last DCs.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, also, uh, King's Portcull says, "Tiff, are you afraid of the dark?"
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Submitted
1: for the approval of the population. I've got a cool <laughs> shirt on. I do.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess we could talk about, um, this is neat. I guess I'll talk about this. It's kind of bizarre. Uh, It's called Amazing Spider-Man Going Big. This was, like, (laughs) an issue that I didn't hear anything about but came out regardless. It's just a weird, like, kind of additional book. It's, the first story is written by Jerry Conway with art by Mark Bagley. The second story is drawn and written by Eric Larson, as you can see by the cover. Uh, the first story is funny because we were talking a little bit in our uh, other show, uh, Back Issues, on our Alien Costume Saga episode, which you, of course, were on. Yes. And we talk a little bit about how nobody talks about, like, Gail or Mary Jane's extended family. Yeah. Well, there is a character that used to be prevalent in the Michelinie days of Spider-Man. That uh, was uh, Christy, Mary Jane's niece- And, uh, she's basically just another, like, cute, like, teenage redhead. Okay. And, uh, in this, she is a college student. And she is kidnapped by the sex trade. And so, Spider- Is this taken? It's, it is taken. It's Spider-Man taken. Uh, and it's just, like, really good. But it also makes reference to Mary Jane's extended family, which is, like, something that nobody does. And then suddenly, like, literally, no one from that family has been referenced since like the 90s boom this happens um but yeah so the the, the Bagley art is great mhm it's like you know it's current Bagley you like it it's great if you don't like it it ain't no different uh otherwise it's a fun story conway of course has proven time and time again that this dude knows how to like Alter his style to the com- to like to the current trends, like he evolves with the times. Okay. So it's like, yeah, he killed Gwen Stacy like forty years ago, and he also wrote this really cool story.
1: Right, right, right. Okay. Um Does Spider have a special set of skills that make him a nightmare?
0: For people like whoever. Like whoever, yeah. Um it's cool. It's just a fun story. Also, uh Conway dusts off an old villain and uh, and, and makes it interesting.
1: It's just kind of cool. The black hole?
0: It's, no, he has like powers like Spot, but it's not the Spot. The Spot is another character who so has like black Acme? powers. Acme? He's not. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. Uh, there's also an Eric Larson backup. Um, and it's not even a backup. It's just like, here's...
1: And here's another story.
0: Yeah, here's another story of murder and mystery. No, uh, it's cool. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's right. There's another backup too. And that was from Ralph Macchio, who was a Spider-Man editor at the time.
1: It's really hard for me to not imagine.
0: Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid. The Karate kid. kid. Yeah. No, there's a there's a cute little story. Ralph Macchio, Todd Nauck, uh, or Nauk. I don't know how to pronounce it. I always pronounce it Nauk. But uh, he has a YouTube channel. I should check it out. Uh, but yeah, this one is whatever. It's, it's cute. It's two pages, practically. Sure. Basically, Spider-Man defeats a bully villain by remembering a lesson. That Uncle Ben taught him about how to deal with bullies.
1: And great power.
0: Yeah. He doesn't talk about great power.
1: And ice cream. And
0: ice cream. Uh but yeah, no, the the backup is basically just like Eric Larson drawing Spider-Man fighting like evil apes. Well, where where people. Where people.
1: I was gonna say, if you say this has to do with apes, I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> the Red Ghost? No, Red <laughs> Ghost is not in here. But like, yeah, um, the Spider-Man stuff, because basically all you're going to talk about is the art, right? Because like the the writing is Larson kind of like winking and nodding at the idea that he's he's drawing Spider-Man again, kind of like regularly in this book. Like mm-hmm. he wrote, like he drew multiple issues or multiple pages of a Spider-Man story, which is something he hasn't done in a long time, right? Uh, the, the The premise is that uh, Spider-Man has to fight some wear people and make it on uh, make it to a date with Mary Jane because right. he knows that Mary Jane is currently dating Spider-Man, but also probably was like, I wrote this probably 30 years ago, and they were married that, then, so whatever. Okay. But he does make reference to the fact that they are, like, dating as opposed to being married and stuff. Okay.
1: The panel layout in this is just so, like, old school. Yes.
0: It's supposed to, be, and I mean, not that it's supposed to be, it's more like, what else could it be?
1: Right. Because
0: it's Larson drawing Spider-Man for the first time in, like, 25 years yeah but essentially there is no tension it's just a fun little story where spider-man like kicks butt saves the day then makes it to the date and uh he he's he's not prepared because he forgot the tickets for the movie at home and so he's like give me two minutes and i'll make it back and then he like does a big fun full page splash which if you loved eric larson spider-man is practically classic eric larson spider-man like it's so, Here's the thing. His Spider-Man has changed in as much as he's, like, reduced the proportions a little bit. Okay. But his humans have only gotten a little worse. Okay. Like, his humans don't look nearly as good as they used to.
1: Uh-huh. So is it really a movie?
0: Yeah. No, so, he printed the tickets. That's the problem. Is that, yeah, it's... it's but,
1: but he doesn't need to. He doesn't want his phone. It's yeah. use your phone.
0: No, but that's because the script was probably written 25 years ago. <laughs> In any event, it's a cute little backup. And, uh, like, if you wanted to see Larson draw Spider Man again for more than, like, a horrible page from, like, that Marvel 81,000 issue, okay, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I think the last page is better than the front cover. But, uh, yeah. The stuff to read is the Bagley Conway stuff. Okay. But it's fun. Like, it's sure. like, wow, you kind of, it's neat. Yeah, yeah. Like, way to go. (laughs) Like, all right, cool. Uh, Jumping into the Super Chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, What was it? ZBerm says, love the Spawn back issues. I rewatched it twice. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad you dug it. We talked about Spawn on back issues. I know we did a two-parter, which is really just a one-parter. But back then, YouTube didn't like long videos. Uh, They still don't, but we're doing them anyway. Well, oh, they uh, do we don't know yeah who knows nobody <laughs> knows how YouTube works regard- even the professionals uh, but we did do this full like deep dive into Spawn kind of like his origins and the more like the meta origins like McFarlane and his development of the empire that is McFarlane mm-hmm. uh, and yeah a lot of people enjoyed it a lot of people kind of didn't understand what we were talking about because they thought we were like bashing on McFarlane and it's like no we were like if, if you think that a shrewd businessman who was like arranging situations and stories to further his own like empire is like bashing then like i have something to tell you about how every business person works because like (laughs) that's just how business is i literally later in the in the episode equate him to a modern day stan lee how could that possibly be construed as bashing we do do a hilarious impression of him though but you know what that's all in good fun i would do it to his face if we were actually talking to each other so that being said you know thanks for digging it Rafael Gomez says just supporting the channel well you just thank did you. thank you very much man how nice of you Mr. Supertastic great back issues this week it, it was interesting to hear business moves made by artists like McFarlane or Jim Lee when you usually only hear about the artist as victims of those kinds of moves and impressing too thank you very much yeah that's the idea is that like well that's the whole point of back issues is to give you kind of like a deeper dive or at the very least a more funny conversation yes. about something that you've probably known backwards and forwards mm-hmm. it would be a boring show if it was three people on a couch we're agreeing with each other about something they all talk about in red hey don't forget that other thing that i said yeah no i said that already oh right that's right yeah like no it'd be it'd be three people tripping over each other trying to talk about the same thing yeah it's not that show uh yeah Anyway, uh, what's a book you want to talk
1: about? Um, Let's talk about Conan.
0: Conan. Conan. Is it Aaron's Conan? It is Aaron's Conan. How how many Conan books are there out now? Is it like because I know that like the Ribic one is gone. Yeah, that was a
1: one shot. I think Belit just finished up. Um so there's this Conan, there's the now Jim Zub Conan, the Savage sort of Conan. Which, you, which then, used to be
0: the Duggan Conan. Yeah,
1: and then there's the other um like just mini uh, about another character um from the Conan lore. Right, it, it's a
0: Conan like linked book. starts
1: with an A, I don't know what her name is. I bought it. Oh November. yeah, yeah.
0: And but that's uh, no v- be- oh, it
1: starts with a V, I'm wrong, it's an upside down A, basically. Valeria.
0: Valeria. <laughs> <laughs> and not <thinking laughs> to confuse the Savage Avengers, which also features Conan.
1: Yes, yes, also with Conan. Um this is uh Conan the Barbarian I think it's issue 9. Okay. Um this issue doesn't do the same um sort of like book ending where it's just like a, a, like here's the the story about like a time in Conan's life and then here's the end where it's like we're in the, the present day with King Conan. This is literally just a story about past Conan that, like, basically is like, and here's the scary, horrible future for Conan. I think is it's it Aaron King just Conan? trying to no, just just young Conan. Like, he has a, like an a, like an occurrence or an adventure back in the day that um, he doesn't realize that he's seen his own future or like he's he's. I'll explain. Okay. So <laughs> Conan like wakes up in this like cave. And he doesn't know like where he is. He doesn't know what's going on. But like, in it there's like there's like parasites and all this other stuff. And then like, he comes around the corner and there's this monster in like a red cloak. It's like this big ape man with like a big red cloak on it, and he's like,
0: Oh no He's like, Oh crap. I've seen that Ape Man. Yeah. That's from friggin' that horrible Conan sequel, Conan the Destroyer.
1: Well, that could be the same character. That is straight up
0: that's straight up him.
1: Uh he's a name. What's it, his name?
0: Is it written? It's not written by Jerry Conway, though.
1: No, 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 no. Because Jerry
0: Conway, I think, helped write Conan the Destroyer.
1: No, this is... And,
0: yeah, woof.
1: No, 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 this is... uh. No, he doesn't name it. I'm sorry. Oh, no, yeah, it's it's Thack. Okay. He fights Thack. I don't he, know if they named and him. And he goes movie. like, I fought him before. I already killed him. Mm. I'm not going to survive this again. Right. So Conan's like, okay, I'm going to die. So like Conan's like fighting him hand to hand like you know he eventually like gets up in his face and Conan just takes his his mouth and he just bites him right in the neck. I'm okay. like that is so messed up, Conan. Like yeah. like right here, he's just like hop.
0: Mm, that's that's a bad place.
1: And he's just like yeah, he like Vulcan next pinches him with his with his face. Um, and he hears, like, a scream, but he's like, that's not the scream of an ape, it's the scream of a man. And then like, this, like, chick shows up, and she's all, like, willowy, with, like, long white hair and, like, flowers in, mm-hmm. her, in her hair as well, and she's like, Conan, chill out, man. <laughs> Conan, wake up. Stop. Stop what you're doing. He's like, what? He's, like, literally just covered in blood. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, uh, who are you? <laughs> and she's like, cool, the undergod is, like, totally affecting you. Um... And he's just, like, and he looks down, and it's, like, a dude who's, like, really, like, discolored and, like, almost like a bluish trans, like, lucid flesh covered in leeches. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, he's, like, I saw it. And he's, like, she's, like, yeah, no, I know. You saw what, like, it was in your mind, like, your own nightmares kind of thing. Okay. To life. So, there it is. But, like, other people <laughs> can see them, too. Oh. So, like, that's messed up. Um, basically, what ends up happening is, like, Conan was helping this caravan, and, like, they all died. And Conan ended up in this cave, like he fell into this cave and mm-hmm. then um, he runs into some other folk who are like, you're the only person who can defeat the under god who is preventing us from leaving and then we could actually go. Yeah. And like this chick, which I can't remember her name, is special because she is, um, oh, Lady Liv is the only one who was born in here. Like, in the cave yeah in the cave so she's oh, like no. oh, she's like the white witch or whatever and okay. she's like Conan I see in you like the ferocity that will be able to save us that kind of thing right? right on
0: well we'll probably die anyway because that's how it always goes
1: yeah right Um, but like as they're going along like all sorts of crazy crap happens like they can't rest very long because the leeches will come or the leech men will come who will try to take them and turn them into like leech People and who will like serve the Under God. Basically, mm-hmm. they like like find this like crazy boiling river. One dude like falls in it. We don't see this. Conan <laughs> just describes it. he it's falls like, in the river. It was gross. They're like he he like like he basically boils away before he has the chance to scream. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. That's uh oh, okay. Don't hang out with Conan. But, like, Conan just refights a whole bunch of guys that he's fought before. Like, he fights, like, giant frost giants and, like, big white snakes and, like, snakes with crazy faces on them. And, like, an elephant man and a spider person and sharks who have, like, tentacle legs and just all these things he's done before. And everyone's like, Conan, you led a really fucked up life. <laughs>
0: yeah, Conan, you really... Thanks.
1: Conan, what is up with that?
0: Yeah. Like, knock it off, What Conan. kind of
1: adventures have you had?
0: <laughs> he's like... The worst kind. <laughs> or the best. It
1: depends. What is best in life? Well, Conan will me. let you know. Yeah, me. It's It's, it's I am. I, I am the best in life. <laughs> it is I. It is I. Conan. Um, Basically, at the end of the day, this is like an exogarth or exogorth. What is it? Uh, yeah, Exogorth.
0: It's a made up word, so say whatever you want.
1: No, no, no. Exogorth is the name of the space slug from Star Wars. Oh, they're in a, they're in they're, oh, the gods.
0: This is no cave.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. There's okay. Minox in there. <laughs> um, they're chewing on the power cables of the people, right? Um, so uh, I was like, what's the name of the space slug? Right, Exogorth.
0: Oh, I didn't know
1: that. I, I looked it up. <laughs>
0: well, there you go. <laughs> I'm
1: not going to pretend like I was able to Listen, pluck that's, that one out of the you air. You will from now on. I that's will how now. I know what a Diana is. Exactly. I knew that too. <laughs> um, so, anyway, the finally get down there. They're in the, the Grotto of Blood. I was like, of course, you're in a Conan story. If it doesn't have to do with snakes, it's going to have to do with blood. Mm-hmm. So, they go to the Grotto of Blood, and Conan fights one final monster. And, like, it's this crazy-looking beast with, like, all you see is its hand, and its hand is made out of mouths, (laughs) which are also, like, it's also, like, made out of blood simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And, like, Conan cuts it, and, like, the room just fills in blood, and, like, he's, like, swimming in blood as Mm -hmm. he's killing things. Mm -hmm. And then he basically, like, it bursts, like, the the undergod, I guess, bursts out of the water, and Conan, like, slices their way out. And, like, he's, like, (laughs) bless you. Thank you. So uh, a whole bunch of like the people who did survive get out. Lady lives like oh the sun. She doesn't actually betray them. I, I assumed she was going to betray them naturally. Nope, nope. She's totally cool. She's like whoa, this is crazy
0: out here. <laughs> whoa, she's awesome. Like, you can't
1: see the the like you can't see the top basically because she lived in a cave her whole life. Right. So she's like, there's a sky. She yep. Doesn't know sky what that and is. And like later on, like they're talking a little bit like as Conan's like leaving and he's just like you know. I never, I've never fought the final monster. Oh. And she doesn't have the heart to tell him that like, she like, cause she does have some sort of magic, I guess, having been born where she was. Right. So like, she doesn't have the heart to tell him that like, he will. And it'll be the last thing that King Conan sees. Oh no. And I was like, That's cool. Because its name is um, R- Razzel, and that's the last name he'll also ever hear. And I'm like, that's neat. And You see, like a little image of like that hand reaching up, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's dope. And it says to be continued. Oh, like, I can't wait. I'm like, I'm just, I'm so excited. I love the way this story is being told. So. That's cool. Yes, I'm love so it. on board for Conan. Aaron's is my favorite Conan, and of course, Savage Short is also an excellent read. But if you're looking for one Conan book and you like Jason <laughs> Aaron's work, at least on Thor, I'd go for, I'd go for this run.
0: Yeah, why not? Awesome. Conan.
1: Conan, what do you got now?
0: Uh, Justice League 31 from Snyder, Tinian, and Jorge uh, Jimenez. I
1: like the idea of it being Snyder, Tinian. Like, they somehow got amalgamed.
0: Yeah. Well, Tinian is a agent of Snyder, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last issue I was like, this is boring. Who cares? This issue was a little bit more zippy. Okay. A little bit more fun. Yeah. And uh, getting to the point, because the Justice Doom War... Uh, you know, Snyder's kind of, like, been alluding slash, like, building towards it forever. So, here, you know, it, and, and then the last issue, it's like, it's here! And it's not really much of a war! And I guess we'll go, like, put together this time staff or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we sent teams to hypertime. Turns out that uh, the Legion of Doom was already there mm-hmm. to those locations, and, uh, so everyone's acclimating themselves to, like, their new times, uh, you know, GL, Flash, meet the Justice Society, thereby throwing away anything Johns is doing with the Justice Society, or what he was planning on doing with it. Right. Uh, Flash doesn't recognize Jay Garrick, despite everything, like- everything
1: okay is that, like, is that like an indicator of something
0: uh it's definitely an indicator of something and that something is called retconning uh it, it best definitely like means that all of rebirth is a lie and that it's all garbage so get used to not referring to rebirth but there is a lot of new 52 stuff in here so you know if you like that yeah meanwhile uh the future team batman superman wonder Woman, the trinity meets uh come on d the last boy on earth uh and they find out that, like, Brainiac has been bottling hypertime moments. So instead of collecting cities, he's collecting timelines or instances in time.
1: He's Dumbledoring. It's like a memory, but not. Yeah, they're
0: like <laughs> pensives, I guess. But, uh, so they're like, we gotta get from this time to that time. And so they steal... No, they they go into the, like, old Just League headquarters and they find the old ship that in a previous Snyder story... Batman uses that shrinks down to go into Superman's bloodstream, and they're like, "Now we can be small enough to go into the other timeline mm-hmm. in the little like shrunken down city." And so they do, and it's like, "Oh, what timeline are they going to?" And uh, meanwhile, in the past, like the Justice League meets the Justice Society, practically it's just Flash and Green Lantern, but like, of course it's Flash and Green Lantern because there's a Flash and Green Lantern on the JSA, and like the the fact that like you know. That they were doing something with the JSA, that they were planning something with it. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that, I don't know, when you read The Button and then you paid like $30 for the hardcover edition of The Button with the lenticular covers. Yeah. Uh, and Jay Garrick shows up in it and yeah. you're like, oh, what's gonna happen? And then the next meeting they have is that Flash doesn't even recognize him or even refer to him as a comic book character he liked you know that it's all getting thrown away. So you're like, mm, "Right, just feels a little, feels a little hollow. It hurts a little bit, but it would have been really a cool moment if no one was doing anything and hinging their entire like publishing line onto it. Right. But otherwise it's kind of fun. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, you know, the, the present day team of the monitor, the anvil guy that Snyder created uh hot girl, Starman, uh, the the baby from future shayera and jean who is definitely going to get retcon out of existence and right. it's going to be really tragic and sad and it's gonna force Shayera and Jean not to get together. Yeah,
1: g- goodbye, time. No, they should definitely to save the baby.
0: No, but they're not because it's like gonna be too painful. What if we lose him again? Fart. Like you know, that's what they're gonna do. They're going to the edge of the universe to go find the Anti Monitor and convince him to join them. Meanwhile, Luther and Perpetua are like, we need to get the Anti Monitor and convince him to join us. Despite the fact that there's three brothers who are, all have equal power and two of them are on the Justice League team, so technically, uh, w- w- you know, who cares? Yeah. But like, you know, whatever. So they go and uh so uh when the so batman so the trinity goes to this like future you're like oh what's the future it's the it's the 1 million future i was oh. cuz like when they go through there's a big blue dark knight returns lightning bolt uh-huh and i'm like oh my god are we going to the dark knight returns future
1: right right right
0: like cuz that would be kind of like weird and cheap but Uh also kind of fun and neat like i would i would have been very excited to see what snyder was gonna do with like what we need this thing like you know Mm -hmm. will we meet like frank miller superman or something like what are we gonna do yeah no it's of course it's grant morrison's future because this whole thing is a grant morrison homage so you know right so that happens uh meanwhile the jsa goes to find the piece they need in uh hawaii of course um
1: how do you get that gig that's a good
0: gig i know uh but of course like it's pearl harbor and friggin that's less of a good gig it's the 40s it, it's it's just it's december less. 1940 and but uh this time like gorilla grodd and like cheetah and sinestro are helping the japanese and so you're like oh no and you know, it's like it's a lot of fun, and it's also kind of like what. Meanwhile, you get to the edge of the universe where the Source Wall used to be, mm-hmm. which really like broke my heart. <laughs> like when it says the former location of the Source Wall, and I'm like, ah, that's really like you know, there's 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 a lot of pieces of like DC iconography that like you really you know yeah. that are that are tangible and like you know there, and there's there's fewer still that are in use that are Marvel DC co creations. Mm. Sad to see it go. Uh, it turns out that the Anti-Monitor has chosen a side and that side is Aquaman's side and so Aquaman has become an agent of the Anti-Monitor. And that's the big reveal of the end of the issue.
1: Wait, he chose Aquaman's side? but Well, Aquaman
0: um, chose Anti-Monitor's side. Oh. But, like, both those teams are headed for trouble. And you're like, what?
1: Here come Aquabros.
0: So that happened.
1: It's, it's gonna be great. It's
0: yeah. fun stuff. <laughs> like, it's kind of fun. If you want to wait you're not going to hurt anybody. <laughs> so he's going
1: to keep making them. So Cause it's
0: going to keep going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: I, I, this is the first issue in a long time where I was like, Oh, okay. I'm having fun again. Cause you, all this building with the totalities. I was like, I don't care. And I don't see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And like it, it can't possibly be as simple as it feels. So I guess I must be confused. Okay. But then it isn't, and so I'm not so boo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then it means that you were like deliberately obtuse for like a bunch of issues, which is the exact opposite of what they want you to do, which is just be Jonathan Hickman. So it's fine. It, it it's a fun little story. Him him and his is great. You can tell he's rushed. But like uh, I, I don't I don't, and I don't know if it's the colorist or what but like you know it's just, it, the art maybe he didn't have five, maybe he didn't have any amazing moments to yeah really
1: that depict. could be too
0: you could tell that they were really put he put a lot of effort into the Jsa stuff mm mm-hmm. because like this is how we're gonna integrate the Jsa back into continuity yeah, okay. and I know that a lot of people want and we know a lot of people wanted to do that because they've been hyped about it for years yeah so you know mm-hmm there you go. I recommend it. Uh, the last issue, not so much. This issue, a little more fun. Okay. That being said, since it was like one week between the two, I was yeah. like, how long am I going to have to wait for the next chapter of this, this Doom War? Okay. Either way. uh, What was it? Uh, uh, King's Portugal says, back issues is great. I know you don't like to talk about Spawn. That's not true. I like talking about Spawn. It's yeah. just like, you know, yeah, no, I do.
1: Yeah, no, it's just does. that I
0: didn't want to beat a dead horse.
1: Yeah, no, it's
0: true. Uh, Pricey eighty forty. I remember. Re- I remember rebirth. Those were a good two years. They were good two years. Mm-hmm. Not anymore, <laughs> Mister Luigi Tastic or Mister Super Tastic. I enjoy the banter between the League and the Society. Not a fan of Snyder as an architect of DC breaking the source wall, of Perpetua, Batmanium. I completely agree with you there. Or you're the villain. Not a fan of new Luther design. New Luther design will go away hopefully at the end of the story. Uh, The banter, I kind of, I was like, I would have liked this more if it was the only reference to the JSA we got. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think Snyder's the guy to be the architect of the DC universe, like you said, but he absolutely, unquestionably is. Mm. I just don't think he's suited for that. But it's one of those things, you know what I'm talking about, where it's like an artist or a writer is like, I am really good at this thing. yeah, But I don't want to do that thing. I want to do this thing. And it's like, but you're not supposed to do that thing. You're only good at these few things. Yep. And, but you're excellent at them. Yeah. Like, but I want to be doing that. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like, I'm trying to think of like a musician or a like, you know, whatever. I, I know I've got to, like, I know there's a million examples of oh, that. Oh,
1: yeah. No, no, there are.
0: But it's there like, are. just do the thing. Like, just write a noir story. Just write a story about someone getting murdered. And then, like, you right. know. Right, and like,
1: there's something to be said about challenging yourself to improve your Right, track, but, like, don't challenge yourself at the
0: expense of the DC universe. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Silvery Cricket says wait Aquaman is currently dealing with the Elder Gods of the Sea how could he possibly be at the edge of creation uh, check out Aquaman it's great We've, uh, Tiffany's recommended it a bunch of times yes. and it's drawn by Victor Bogdanovic who is one of the best rising stars at DC great. and Marvel now yeah um, yeah, it's great um, how could he do that because Snyder trumps whoever is working on anything else at the time Yeah, Snyder's top three it's him, Bendis, and, and, and King whatever those three want to do everyone has to get out of the way Mm -hmm. That's just how it is. Yeah. Cash money in the bank. So sad. Rebirth is being ignored. Smells of company politics, which is super frustrating. Yep. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Not only is it like, it wouldn't be be so bad if it's like, oh, geez, you got to milk an event out of this. Fine. I get it. Marvel does it all the time. You got to make your money. I get it. But at the expense of Doomsday Clock, like at the expense of good stories, Mm -hmm. like you got to tell your story, but also morph other stories. Woof. Uh, Brian Miller finally caught up uh, with you guys live. Keep up the stellar work. Thank you very much, man. You keep up the stellar commenting.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: so yeah, uh, let's talk about the next book that you want to talk about. What okay.
1: Um, Let's stick around in the DC Universe for a minute. I'll talk about Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Yeah. Uh, I picked that up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Poison Ivy. Right. Um, and I was honestly morbidly curious what they were going to do in the wake of Heroes and Crisis. Because yeah. this is tied to that and you're the villain simultaneously wow i was like mm, been doing cool a double duty just told a story about these two characters <laughs> but fine um because as we know if you read heroes in crisis poison ivy died yep but then she didn't
0: from a rose
1: Since she got kissed from a rose
0: yeah harley threw a rose in a river and then she got better
1: yeah well it's very much like swamp thing yep she just comes back she's a she's a plant monster thing she has like no skin she's a hard time forming herself Ivy or uh, Harley takes her out because she's trying to be like, it's cool, we're totally normal, we're all we're buds and we're pals and like, blah blah blah. And like, Harley makes a lot of references to um, Heroes in Crisis about like, you know, know, being you know accused of things Mm -hmm. and like all the crazy stuff that happens and like taking down the Trinity and like all this other crap, right? Mm -hmm. And then they get a box from Lex Luthor for Ivy, and it's like fertilizer, and so she eats it. And then the next day she wakes up and, like, she looks like herself um, and she can make her own clothes. And um, she's like, I'm not really sure how long it's going to last, but um, you know what? Like, I'm getting stronger and it's fine. And then Harley's whole thing is that, like, she's like, you know what? Like, the world's, like, going to hell and, like, you know, when we were villains and, like, so maybe what we need to do is, like, instead of doing the same, like, old joke over and over again, let's try and be heroes.
0: Okay. During like, the year of the villain. How ironic. <laughs>
1: It's like, Harley found out. She's like, nah. Yeah. Oh, no, no you don't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but then, like, all of a sudden, now she's, like, mentioning this, like, these, like, vines show up and, like, start attacking Harley. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, maybe you're not into that idea. And, like, I was like, that's not me. Right. And then the door bursts open and the Floronic Man walks in. Because remember when DC was like, we're going to do a Swamp Thing show. We're going to put the Floronic Man in it and then we're going to cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody all of a sudden had the Floronic Man on their radar. Right. Um, he is part of "You're the Villain," though, so and he's that part of is that, their tie-in,
0: and he's the evil, justly dark.
1: Exactly, but he's not really mentioning any of that.
0: <laughs> he's just in it just, because someone said, "Please, if yeah, you use that, he's
1: in it." And as much as the it refers to the annual.
0: Right. That Justice
1: League Dark did, not to the most recent issue where he was on the, like, you know, Cersei team. Literally, it refers to how the Parliament of Flowers chose a champion, and then he took it. Yes. Because Ivy's like, you're not the champion of the Parliament of Flowers.
0: And he's like, so you can I tell. am now.
1: Yeah, and, and, like, basically he wants something from, from Ivy. Like, he's like...
0: You have something. Yeah. Is that, it the fertilizer?
1: That we don't know. Like, that's it. Like, that's the end of this issue. So, not really sure where it's going beyond that. It was fun. The art was okay. Mm. The art was just okay. I wish it were better. Um, it's just a little stiff, and the coloring's fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm probably going to pick up the next one, if nothing else, because, like, I would like to see more Poison Ivy books, so I want to, you know... Yeah, right? So hopefully it'll be good, but yeah. I hope so. More Floronic Man. I mean, at least with Ivy there, it makes sense, and we're also not automatically doing a Joker story. Well, plus, like... <laughs>
0: Hey, you know what? Yeah, is it a like shameless tie-in to like a show that it they is. put their eggs into? But yeah. like, but at the same time, hey, at least it's Floronic Man. No, it's
1: true, and I assume that Floronic Man is showing up in Justice League Dark. Um, again, they did kill the parliament of trees. I get it, but like, I think they're doing that because there was that. I'm sure. Again, like, once somebody gets a character in their head, they're here it mentioned that can like end up seeping into the work. Yeah, and again, this is referencing that annual, but that's kind of it right now. Fair so. enough. It is this book is tied to two different things though right now. Yeah. Neat. I don't know how much more it'll get into Heroes of Crisis or in, in Heroes in Crisis beyond this. Hopefully beyond it was just here was the setup, mm-hmm. now we're just gonna launch villain. I guarantee so. that's all they do. Yeah.
0: Silver Cricket says, Michael Jordan, I'm the best basketball player, but what if I played baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Cash money in the bank, same golf. deal. <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan playing baseball. Yep, that's
1: hey, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Mr. Roboto, is Comic Pups really the Midnight Society? Admit it. Well, if you've never seen our, uh, <laughs> Halloween specials, there's some Midnight Society shenanigans going on. Yeah. So, check that out. Uh, anyway, uh, more books. Let's do it! Spawn 300 came out. We did a whole tie-in episode of Back Issues regarding it. It sets up a new status quo for Spawn, and... that's it. Is he still Spawn? Yeah.
1: Is he still not, like, is it still, like, the original Spawn? Yeah, it's still Al. It's still Al, and he's still, like, you know.
0: Play. He's still he's still not alive anymore. Okay. Um, You know, Violator steals his costume, so he makes a new one out of sheer awesome. And uh, they also set up, like, a new status quo for, like, you know, his universe and his rogues gallery. It, it It's, you know, it is... Having read the first 100 issues of Spawn mm-hmm. to prep for that episode... Yeah. You know, it reads and feels exactly like a Spawn book. Okay. So, like, it's... Ex- you know, if you have never read Spawn, you know, it's gonna be harder for you to, like, acclimate yourself because there's a lot of stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. But at the same time you won't have to acclimate yourself to the writing because it's exactly as it used to be. And that's consistent.
1: Is he making... Am I watching him make his outfit?
0: Yeah, because he lost his symbiote, so he's like, he's like, you don't... The costume didn't make Spawn. Me being Spawn. He
1: looks like a lunatic!
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, he's Spawn, so, like, he is... But, so he's uh, just
1: naked.
0: Yeah, he's just a naked dude with spikes. I mean, you know, if if you think this is awesome, I'm not gonna trick. I, I, I'm not gonna convince you otherwise, and I don't want to try. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Who was I, that guy? That was Redeemer. I, I, you know, there was a there there was an implication that Snyder wrote like a, a, a one of the stories in here. Yeah, I for the life of me couldn't tell which one it was.
1: Oh, they didn't give you credits?
0: They're in there, but I just didn't pay attention. Oh,
1: okay. That's like true.
0: That's true. they're not in the chapters. They have to be like in the prelude or whatever, okay. like in the previous part. Like Yeah, he did chapter 2. Chapter 2. Okay. I really couldn't tell the difference between the writing, which is like good for everyone, I guess, you know? You, everyone else writes as good as Scott Snyder would be expected to for Spawn. Okay. Um That's all I can really say. The art is pretty cool. J. Scott Campbell got brought in, which is weird. (laughs) What? But he drew, basically, just, it was an excuse to draw a bunch of, like, classic Spawn stuff, which he does. And it's cool. (laughs) You know, I'm, again, it's just, you know, it's a Spawn book. I don't...
1: She Spawn?
0: Yeah, which is an action figure. I don't, like, read Spawn anymore. So, you know, I'm not the best person to judge it. But uh, it's pretty cool if you like Spawn. That's all.
1: That's all I have to say about that.
0: That's all I can say, you know, like I got to tell you, the other thing that was really disappointing for me was the was the variant covers. Oh, like those should be the awesomest. And they straight up weren't. And 301 has an Alex Ross cover that isn't anywhere near as awesome as the 100 Alex Ross cover. Oh. Which is really weird. Oh. Either way, whatever. You know, again, you like spawn? You're gonna like this issue. If you don't, this won't change your mind. Uh, Cubansis Cuban says uh, the spawn imagery was awesome and ridiculous. Yeah, it, like... When Violator steals Spawn's costume, and Spawn's like, oh, I don't need a costume. Blah, blah, Gadoosh, bruh, let's do this. You're kind of like, all right, I guess that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if you like that kind of thing. And Mr. Supertastic, Backish's Tradition coming Heroes in Crisis for 300. I don't know if I want to, like, tarnish our, epi- our 300th episode, which is coming in, like, three episodes, with heroes in crisis you know I don't want us to be like woo it's a centennial and we'll talk about a book that I just loathe yeah no, I hear you. you know
1: I hear you. we'll like, figure it but out but we will do
0: it at some point in the future
1: figure it out it's gonna be great yeah
0: I do wanna ramp up to something cool alright what should we do for 300 let us know yeah uh, yeah uh, what do you got
1: I have one more alright let's hear it before we get into the two big books that everyone actually came here for right <laughs> um <laughs> listen you guys could have come for all kinds of things I don't know um I wanna talk about another boom book because I realized I think Once in Future is actually by Boom. I thought it was Dark Horse, yeah. I think, but it was actually Boom. Oh, shit. I think. I think. Um, this is another Boom book. Cause like Boom, man. Boom! boom. Here comes the boom. Yeah. This is by uh James Tynan IV.
0: Oh, I know that guy.
1: Uh with art or illustrated by Werther Del, Del- <laughs> Delendra? Delandra? Like... Deledra? Deledra. Deledra. Or um, Dealedra. This is something is killing the children. Oh. Um, I remember seeing like so, like kind of solicits for this book and being like, I want to grab this. Last time when we did the show, I did not notice that it was in the list at no. all. Let's be honest. I didn't see it. Um, and then when I was going through Complexology, like literally like slowly scrolling on my phone to make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I remember this coming out. Purchased. Um, totally worth the purchase. Cool. Like, first issue blew me away. I think on Twitter I called it gripping. I don't think I've really ever used that word.
0: <laughs> Not in earnest, no. Um, but, but this now. book
1: was legitimately, like, gripping. This first issue was, like, I, I am so loving it. Um, it has elements of, like, Stephen King. Okay. Stranger Things. Um, witches,
0: mm-hmm. to some
1: degree. But also is entirely Titan's own creation. Nice. Uh, it's about, uh, some, some... It's basically tying telling a story, like, in a... It almost seems like it's out of order, and then you realize it's completely in order. Oh, cool. So, it, like, opens up, and, like, these kids are having a sleepover. They're playing Truth or Dare. It's these four boys. Um, one of them goes, Truth. And they're like, What's the, like, what's the scariest thing that you've, like, seen or, like, experienced or whatever? And, like, this kid starts telling this story about how, like, he was at home, and he heard, like, something outside, like a moan or something like that. And when he looked... He, like, saw something, like, as though, like, the lights went on, and it was as though, like, something were walking towards the house, and it stopped, and it was just standing there. Ugh. And it was, like, taller than the trees, and it had, like, sharp teeth and long fingers, and, like, and then he, like, ran and hid, and an hour later, it was gone, right? Okay. And, like, so he does, and he tells them the story, and rah, right? And he <laughs> says it came from the ravine. And um they're all like, oh, let's go, rah, like, you know, oh, no, it's truth or dare, that's what they do. And then we cut, and we're in, like, a, um... In a police um, precinct and like in one of the invest like in the interrogation rooms. Okay. And the kid's there who was telling the story. Oh. And he's in the same outfit he was at the sleepover, except there's like blood on his t shirt. Uh-huh. And they're like, Okay, what did you see? And he's just like, I I, I told them the story, but I made it up. It was fake. They was like me to tell them about their nightmares because they were all messed up. Mm-hmm. But like, I-, I made this up and then basically they went to the ravine. And he ended up falling mm-hmm. and like he fell like like a really far distance. He felt like it was like maybe a hundred feet. Oh. And when he got back up, like he just heard them screaming <laughs> up like where they, where he came from. Yeah. And it turns out like they're all dead. Mm-hmm. Like all the kids, like those, those three kids are dead. Kid goes back to school. He gets bullied by like, I think one of them was like either uh, like one of the boys is either a friend or like a brother and like. They give him a hard time. They like, you know, I, I think this kid. the The indication is this kid is also he's gay, um, and they give him a hard time about that. And they're like, "That's why you killed them. You must have done it." And it's like literally the stuff that happened to these kids. This child yeah. could not, regardless, <clears throat> yeah, like physically, like if you thought for a second, this kid could not have done this. But they're they're all bereaved. Um, there's a, like a really cool principal Which has um, that like feeling Almost of, like I Kill Giants Where like there's an adult Trying to help them out yeah. The guy's really young he's like, he's like I was just in school Maybe a few years ago and I don't know what I'm doing here <laughs> He's like I, You know Like I don't understand He's like He basically the kid like Yelled really loudly And he ended up getting sent to the principal Like he yelled a curse word And like ended up going to the principal mm-hmm. And he's just like You should have punched him If ever right. there was a kid Who deserved to be punched It's <laughs> that kid That kid mm-hmm. sucks He's like but you didn't
0: so yeah, like, do you so. want to call your
1: dad? Do you want to go home? Like you can. The kids like, no, we're watching a movie in English. I kind of want to watch that. And He's like, <laughs> okay, well, go watch it. Have a good time. He's like, are you okay? And he's like, no. And he's like, yeah, all right, well, bye. Neither am I, because like all these other kids have also disappeared and they're gone. And he's like, I know they're all dead. Right. So the principal's like, ugh. So no, we cut to this like girl who's like sitting in a wagon and like she's missing an arm mm. and or she's missing an arm or a leg. I think it's a leg. No, it's her arm. And, um, like, this older, like, girl comes out of the woods, like, Buffy-esque. Okay. With, like, a, bu- like with a big scary mask and a knife. And she's like, it's done. Mm. And then she gets, like, a call on her flip phone. <laughs> and, like, she gets the name of the town that this kid is in. And, like, she's going there. She's basically a monster hunter, it seems. There's right. something more to it. We don't yeah, know what it seen is. she's it,
0: yeah.
1: And, like, so when she gets there, there's, like, a notice board just filled with missing children. Mm. And, like, I'm like, oh, that sucks. So she finds the kid. And she sits down. And she's like, "I want you to tell me what you saw out there." She's like, "I know you think that I'm not gonna believe you or that I'm gonna think you're crazy. I promise you, neither of those things will happen. But you have to tell me what you saw out there." Mm-hmm. So then we get the actual description of what happened. Where like he crawls up, and it's like it's a horror show. It's like Saving Private Ryan-esque in terms <laughs> of what he sees up there. Mm-hmm. He gets up in the bank. He finds out of ten, he grabs me. He's like, "Oh!" And like the kids like freaking. Out. He's like, "I can't feel my legs." And we pant like pull out to see that he has no bottom half. Right. Like it's that kind of stuff. There's an actual monster in the woods right. that is revealed to us as well, and it turns out this chick's going to go, like, kick its ass, right. and the kid's like, I want to help, oh, that's and cool. I'm like, I'm in, I'm yeah. in, like, I'm just so in on this book, um, like, I, the one issue, and I'm already really, like,
0: invested. invested
1: in the characters, and, like, the fate of this town overall, yeah. so, I'm I, like Tynan's been really killing it with Justice League Dark, and I definitely feel um, some of the influences I think he might have done or, or you know, um, pulled from doing the Upside Down Man and all of the like crazy creatures that came out of that. Yeah. So it's almost like he was maybe inspired by his own work to tell this like smaller story. Cool. Obvious, of course, that he is also, um, you know, a like. A, a mentored i guess to some degree by snyder yeah. who has done his own story like which is you know what i mean his own independent book of, of horror um i don't i wouldn't say that they're necessarily they're in the same vein of horror um but they're still great so yeah. yeah something is killing the children by james tynan i'm so excited that this book is out <laughs> right now and i can't wait for the next issue yeah
0: dope yeah we're also trying to find it. Somebody in the chat actually mentioned that like, apparently all the copies were ruined at their store.
1: So apparently, Boom is going to be releasing, I think it's fourth reprint of this book.
0: When did this come out? Last week? Yes. How did they do four reprints? They're
1: going to the fourth one. I think they already sent it to second and then third, and they may go to the fourth
0: one. Where was the first? Wasn't there the... They, not a lot
1: of people ordered it. To begin with, I think, I actually don't, I only have a digital version of it, so if you are looking for it, you can get it digitally right now, mm-hmm. um, but my understanding is they've already gone back to reprints on this, because gotcha. it is, like, getting such praise, um, so if you're looking for something horror-related, right now we're going into October, I'm feeling those vibes, I feel those vibes all year round, but I'm particularly feeling those vibes right now, Yeah. Um, I'd definitely go check it out.
0: Definitely. Cool. Uh, jumping in the super chats, uh, what was it? Uh, Price eighty four. To your right, sale. You can't sell the episode three hundred with heroes in crisis. Save it for two ninety nine. So three hundred could be something good. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. I will see. I don't think I'm going to make it to two ninety nine because we have three episodes left. I think, and one of them is kind of like whoops, I didn't realize because we didn't incorporate the end of bad issues into the playlist. That was our like oh, IDW yeah. book, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh whoops, I didn't. Well,
1: you could hold it, couldn't you?
0: No, I don't have anything cut. Oops. so the fourth episode before is going to be like a big book and then hopefully we'll keep doing those okay but uh yeah oh, Silver-
1: oh real quick i i didn't even mention the art is, is really good um it has some like sort of jock vibes again yeah. like because of that like possible influence of snyder's work in yeah. there i don't know but it's not quite that it's not quite that stylized so those who are turned off by jock's art yeah i think you'll be able to get into this i there just wanted go. to mention that and it's also like the colors cool
0: nice Silver Cricket says 300 episode. Uh, Avengers number one. no. It'll <laughs> take like two seconds and it's like, no. Yeah. Uh, Preston Bryant, what is it with artists having difficult names to pronounce?
1: They just like to challenge me.
0: You know what it is? It's just like, they're, they're you know, they're, they're saddled with a hard to say name. So they're like, well, I've got to make my name somewhere. I'm going to make the world have to say my name. Yeah.
1: Say my name. Say my name.
0: Moonchild, <laughs> heartless fang maybe 52 for 300 52 would be cool uh mr supertastic secret wars it's kind of an event it's kind of a crisis for marvel and great hickman is relevant right now dr strange is there
1: <laughs> yeah and i but i did read it all
0: you did read it all
1: i read it all yeah in fact i think most of us most
0: of us did read it all really only tiffany and i read it all yeah ethan quit pretty much at around issue three and
1: No, but Ben was there. Yeah,
0: Ben did read at least all the tie-ins.
1: Yeah, but you never know what Ben remembers. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true.
0: So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but and,
1: and just to like I do see people are answering in the chat, the book I was just talking about that is from it's from Boom. So that might be why you're also not just like seeing if you go to it the start, it's it. not gonna be from Image. You would think this would be from Image, it's from Boom. Something is killing the children. Yeah. The weirdest name.
0: Great title. But I love it. <laughs> uh, and once in future is also by Boom, as you know.
1: Yes, yes. So it's like if you're looking for your next Kieran Gillen book, right? That or Die. Yeah. And then this is great too. So yeah.
0: Uh, let's talk about um, House of X, I guess. Uh, with, yeah. Because how you know because it's it's Doomsday Clock and House of X.
1: Yeah, and I feel like we have more House of X and like more Hickman X Men that we've been talking about. Yeah. So like, why not save or right. or hang on to Doomsday Clock? Yeah. One more. Few moments. Yeah. One, one more few moments.
0: <laughs> Hickman and Lara's, uh House of X is the most straightforward, except of course it isn't, because you don't know what timeline it takes place in. Yeah. Uh, the second that, like, they sent Expendable X-Men into space, I'm like, okay, it's not the regular timeline because you're going to kill people. Plus, Tiffany had that theory about pod people. Obviously, it's the thing. Uh, but yeah, so the, the story is all about, like, the X-Men kind of, like, getting... It's really like for me, this felt like a bloody revenge book, because it's the X Men being like, like everyone's had it. Yeah, yeah, everyone's sick of it. We've got all of like the, I don't know, what would what, you call it? the baggage yes. of being the X Men with all the stakes that could only be built from what six issues through not nine issues if you compare if you could if you combine Pox and Hawks. Yeah, together, uh, and it's like. I don't know. It, it was a really visceral quick read mm-hmm. that was deceptively s- straightforward. Yeah. Uh, the the supplemental stuff, the, I think that's the least amount of supplemental stuff.
1: Yeah, but it's a, it, there's a lot to it. I think to to some like they the, it, it's weird cuz it's like yeah, obviously like they talk about like those who have like wronged the X-Men. Right, and you're like okay. Or the mutants overall, um, Wanda's in there.
0: Yeah, Wanda's in there as a human. Yeah. So we have not retconned that she is a mutant again.
1: Yeah. Yet. Well, they call her the Pretender. Yeah. The Pretender, Wanda Maximoff.
0: So um. I guess Hickman was on board with Marvel keeping up the retcon that she and Pietro are no longer mutants. Right. Or it could that's
1: or it could just be that like like they're like no you're not a mutant because a mutant wouldn't do that. We like, kicked you, you out. Yeah, you're a mutant but like you're not because you wouldn't have done that. You've
0: never you been really... an X-Man. You've only been an Avenger, you <laughs> jackasses. Uh I, yeah, but that that for me I was like, "Oh no." Yeah. So, but I hope it's that. I hope it's that like it's more like they were excommunicated. Right. Hm. But I hope that Hickman also cuz Hickman could. Hickman could literally add a panel it just says, like, oh, by the way, things I don't like about what Marvel did, like, oh, Spider-Man's married again. Like, he could just literally stick, like, three panels in there, and Marvel's like, okay, whatever you want to do, Hickman. Yeah. Just, to, just as long as you stay. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: This was the first issue, though, that I actually, like, questioned a small detail that I was like, why? Hmm. Like, we have this, this whole, like, setup here at the beginning where it's like, we're gonna use this really ridiculous communications. <laughs> yeah, our weird man setup. of steel,
0: three-dimensional water range yeah, setup. Yeah,
1: that's really what it was. We're like, we need to communicate long, like, into deep space. I, deep space, I don't, I'm just using that as a Yeah, term. it's deep space. Um, With um, the team that is going to stop Mother Mold. Yep. And in order to do that, we're going to need to use, we're going to need to use, like, combine all of, like, our brains together in order to, like, adjust and, like, change the plan as we go and, like, understand the information that we're getting. Yes. By using the Stepford Cuckoos, to like communicate communicate.
0: into storm's head well
1: no the Sephiroth cuckoos are are taking like beast the mutant i don't know who she is right and storm and letting them like kind of like hive mind with professor professor x professor x um as they're communicating with gene who's being powered or like you know basically augmented yeah augmented or like boosted by monet yes the thing I'm like I don't get is why do we need the water
0: face? <laughs> because it looks dope. It
1: does look dope. Let's be honest. It looks, it looks freaking looks, awesome. It's amazing looking. It's very cool. But it's all happening in your heads,
0: right? But also now you can't use storm on your big missions in space. I uh, guess. But I guess there's no there's no weather in space yeah, what's or she whatever. Gonna do? So all right. But that being said, <laughs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's also completely awesome.
1: <gasps> but it's so like that was like I was really like it why did you saying. do that?
0: Because it looks awesome. So, so, yeah,
1: okay. Hickman's like you.
0: Ha- I, there's some things I just can't help. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that explosion. We were like, oh, did Kurt, like teleport them out. Nah. No. Everyone's wrecked. Kurt's going to die. He's got internal bleeding. Wolverine's Angel's like dead. hurt. Angel's
1: dead. Husk. Husk didn't Husk. make it.
0: Husk. How come she didn't just blast off the parts that didn't work?
1: Because she was dead.
0: She was husked.
1: Yeah. So anyway. just got husked.
0: Yeah. Husked. Which is to say killed off panel and nobody cared. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, and the short version is like the X-Men go and try to complete their mission. Yeah. The humans are galvanized by, mostly their leader, or the, the head of scientist is, her husband sacrificing himself, makes yeah. her, like, that much more uh, galvanized. Yeah. And, uh, so it's a it's a visceral fight to the finish,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where the explosion severed two of the four connections to no, Mother No, no, they,
1: they actually completed oh, they their do... task. Like, the re- they're like, no, we're gonna complete the mission. Because, yeah. like, for, for us or X is like, knowing the losses they have he's like
0: we have to win
1: yeah no matter like whatever it takes whatever the cost it doesn't matter you're doing it so kurt even though he's injured like teleports um mystique wolverine and cyclops to the places on the ship they're meant to be yep kurt goes and takes care of one of them wolverine goes and takes care of one of the um couplings as well they they're like kadoom kadoom two of them are down Mm -hmm. right
0: so you know it's a race against time uh, Monet shoves Jean into an escape pod. Yeah,
1: because like basically the chick's like the the scientist is with um what's her name X something. Oh yeah, the
0: uh, the future the the character looks exactly like the one from friggin. Hours yeah, which
1: I think it is, because yeah. she's um she's a she's like the next evolution and like sentinel. She's exactly. got like the nano sentinel thing uh-huh. in her, which I can't remember her name for anything. Yeah. It's like a word. <laughs> Somebody knows it.
0: It's like a word. It's Someone like a in the word. chat will say it. I don't remember her name.
1: Whatever it is. Um yeah. but um she's like I'm not in charge of like the like of the security here. You are, so you have to like really like stand up and like get your shit together yeah. here. So they basically send a bunch of um guards off. Yep. So, like, like you got to bring them here. They'll kill the X Men. But they're like, but we already sent some to the ship. So like they're busting in. So Monet shoves Jean in the in the pod. She's like, you'll have to take care of things yes. from here on out. And then she like turns into a monster and starts fighting them. Omega Sentinel. I'm like, that's her name. Thank you, Omega. Yes. Um, what did I get X from? Um, because everything else is X. Yes, you know- and
0: because you thought it was the Terminatrix.
1: No, I did not. <laughs> Um, so Jean Grey has to, like, keep up the communications on By her herself, own. which is a which classic x Which I love that. X-Men she's like, thing. how am I supposed to do that without you helping me? She's like, I don't know what to Because you're you. strong! No, she doesn't say that. She's like, I don't know what to tell you. Marvel, yeah, I don't like, know. You're gonna have to try harder. Right.
0: Because like, you're not the real Marvel girl, so the Phoenix isn't coming to just, save you.
1: I just love the fact that she's like, no, just, just...
0: Just do it harder. I don't know.
1: Get good. Yeah. Is basically what she tells her. Right. Um, so, basically, um, uh, Mystique goes uh to do her her thing
0: yep she infiltrates but then she freaking loses anyway but uh yeah she... What
1: she like she attempts to like she she infiltrates by turning into the thing and then she has the um the clamp that where the scientists and um omega are yep and she just gets blasted into space
0: yeah doesn't work out for her
1: nope she's gone so
0: so say goodbye to mystique
1: sorry mystique not not today you, you can turn into whatever you want out there it's not gonna yeah. stop yeah as long as it doesn't
0: breathe from... <laughs> <laughs> as long as it breathes you did
1: yeah i'm sorry it's not it's not working out so well for you um then um cyclops goes for his mm-hmm. um which i think he he succeeds yeah he gets his and then they realize that like the third one's like the last one, Mystique's isn't being taken down and Mystique's gone because we're yeah. like, oh shit, like, exactly. because we're all connected. Yeah. Mystique's out of this.
0: Oh, and by the way, the the other thing, the, the reason why we're in haste is because, uh, she's gonna turn on the scent. She's like, we just gotta turn it on. Yeah. F- screw it. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, and there's, there's this interesting thing, and I guess that's the whole theme of this whole friggin' series, is that AI is scary and dangerous because, like, you know, Mother Mold isn't supposed to go online for a while because yeah. we need to make sure the insanity safeguards are in place.
1: Well, it's not just that. Like, they're letting, they're not turning her on until the AI evolves past the insanity, I think.
0: Yes, or at least, like, the potential for insanity. I love it because, yeah. like, they imply, like, there's a possibility it may go crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, every movie sci-fi yeah. uh, artificial intelligence entity does. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they turn it on, and I love it because it immediately goes insane.
1: Well, she turned it on too early. Omega's like, it's, it may not be ready. Well, it may not be ready. Right. Oh, I know, I know. And, I know. My and point the is, scientist like,
0: is like there's, like... there's no reason, like, it's so funny because she, it's like, maybe her mission might actually be successful, but then, like, the the, 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 the mother mold starts saying all this crazy shit, and you're like, yeah. oh, it didn't. It was never going to work out.
1: Right. Or they just literally needed to finish cooking. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't soup. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't quite there.
0: Yeah. Um, So anyway. So uh, it's powering
1: up. They've got 30 seconds. It takes 30 seconds to turn on Mother Mold. It takes most computers.
0: Like, like, well, my computer, like, another minute or two. Yeah, it
1: takes like that. But it's like, seriously, 30 seconds to power up Mother Mold.
0: Right. Well, yeah. software, software, you know.
1: She's gigantic. Yeah. What? I anyway. feel like I feel like there needs to be more people to flip switches. Nah, and just touch one. buttons. I don't no, know. It's
0: just turning it on. It's just one button. <laughs>
1: just one big button. On. But they
0: gotta get the last coupling.
1: You turn it, it says no. Yeah. So Scott's it's a kind of a cool like visual. Yeah. Scott's on one side of this big ring. Wolverine and Kurt are like
0: on the other on the other
1: side, basically. And like basically scott's like we can't get it like what are we gonna do yeah wolverine and like like, well like basically you know first ex is like just do it yeah
0: do the thing it
1: doesn't matter yeah so like wolverine is like we can get it yeah oh no that's right kirk says we can get it and like wolverine's like this is the only way we can do this yeah right so like literally like nightcrawler takes wolverine and they bamf out in space yeah Kurt immediately burns up because they're near a sun and Wolverine, as he's burning, just starts like hacking away yeah, at it. Like, I, like,
0: I'll reconstitute as much as I can. It's
1: fine. I got this.
0: This is fine.
1: Yeah, this <laughs> this is fine. <laughs>
0: yeah, but as he burns away, the Sentinel start or the Mother Mole just starts like babbling nonsense about destroying all life, as opposed to just mutant life, <laughs> and then falls into the freeze. But
1: basically, it's like you know, like I'm I'm your child, like you know, like you're like the Titans to the the um to the Greek gods, yes. like you know, whatever, like. But you like you're all fighting and all like amongst one another, and the only way to fix this is by killing you all. Exactly. And I'm like, interesting. And then it
0: just and then it just falls into oblivion. It's like we will just... kill you. Ugh. Right now, of course,
1: gone. it is AI. So who the hell knows what could have been? No, dead. it's dead. I
0: think that's it. Okay. Because I think this is the since this is not this is not Wolverine's dead. This ain't the prime timeline.
1: Or it is, and that's not Wolverine.
0: Well, I mean, like none that of them are. That
1: Wolverine is. So then, um, Cyclops is like cool we did it
0: all Um, right gene i'll come back for you yeah
1: she's like i'm in a she's like i'm in a in a in a tube basically And he's like no it's cool i'll find a suit and i'll like shoot out to you and i'll use my eye my optic blast and shoot (laughs) us home yeah and uh nope nope they he gets like it like
0: omega sentinel shoots him in the back
1: yeah with like some nano things which like help to inhibit his powers because the scientist wants to kill him yeah and he's just like sorry gene i'm not gonna make it
0: yeah and she's like neither am i
1: (laughs) <laughs> but she doesn't know then, like, it's a really cool visual uh, yeah, of, like... how
0: he dies and how she feels it. Yeah. Because they have their minds connected at the same time. Yep. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, like, his, like, the visor's, like, blasted apart, and, like, she's just screaming. And then, meanwhile, back on Earth, they're like, hey, uh, the Sentinels are on their way. Remember they call those Sentinels? Yeah, from the other up? planet, yeah. yeah. they're here. And because they're Sentinels, they're looking for the mutants, so they find Jean's pod, and they all, like, just descend rip it apart. on it, and she's just in her pod, screaming. Yeah. And then she dies. Yep. And then Professor X is sad.
0: Yeah. And there's this brilliant graphic. And I don't mean like, you know, obscene or like yeah. with, with guts and stuff. Just graphic image of 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 Professor X like weeping over the loss. Yeah. And saying no more, which yeah. is how the book opened. Yep. And uh, it's just referring. And I guess this is a timeline that's very similar to our previous one. Because all the same shit happened. Right. You know, including, like, Ben Grimm getting married and stuff. But, like, where we see all the stuff that has happened to mutants. Yeah. Up to and including this thing. And so. Right. I think this is what's going to inform, like, the, I mean, I think most of us are thinking, like, this is going to inform, like, Moira's next venture, which is today.
1: Okay. Because I really thought that this could still be the current timeline. Yeah. Yeah and that again like that that just wasn't our mutants right um and they're just know. someplace else and yeah. so like he'll just you know
0: he'll just pop out a few more yeah
1: it's he'd, he, i don't think he'd be that upset he's got you gotta <laughs> you gotta put him in the microwave and uh you know
0: yeah and you pop out i don't oh, he know he still
1: felt it all he still felt their lives like end like, right right all but no but i together. i think
0: that 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 kind of crescendo <laughs> also, of an ending yeah was, this, was there a way of being like, this Professor X is like, this is the I end guess, of I guess everything. I was
1: struggling with that because, like, Powers of X was dealing with the different timeline, like, things. And now, like, the idea of transitioning that into House of X is like... But they're like, both the
0: same series. No, they are. Hawks and Hawks in the same book. Right. Two books, one series, one story.
1: Right. But traditionally, so far, we've seen the exploration of timelines in Powers in of one, X and, as opposed to in Heroes. Well, and this
0: could be the tipping point for this book. It could be. like, they're going to really start to intersect with each other.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, there are only... How many issues left of Heroes of X? Or right? House of X? Heroes of X. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
0: I think, what are we, an issue four? Or five?
1: Go back. Go. Let's go back. Let's go back. Um, it's four. Right?
0: Yeah, we have one, two, three, four. F- we have five more issues to go. Yeah, we only have two. We're halfway done. We only done. have
1: two more of, of, of House Hawks. of X, so yeah. I, like, I just, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see where it goes. I also noticed, like, I'm trying to pay attention. And I didn't really pay attention before to the red yes why are some of them red
0: yeah maybe red ones are alternate timelines and black ones aren't maybe red ones are regular time i don't know
1: oh maybe yeah they could be the regular one i don't, I don't know. know
0: i never thought about it. i didn't think about the red and black that's crazy like
1: i and i'd have to go back and check the other issues and so i'm sure somebody else already has so i kind of should be able to just look it up and see you know yeah
0: i don't know <laughs> uh but see, yeah yeah uh, uh recommending it yeah it's a great book it this is. was really cool and yeah,
1: this was like a really i think amazing uh, like example of like emotionally charged oh, issues, yeah. regardless of whether or not it actually um, is a thing that actually happened or hasn't happened. Yeah. What a great opportunity for the artist to draw like these yeah. incredible moments. Yeah, let's have
0: Pepe Laraz kill off like Wolverine and yeah. Kurt. And because Kurt and Logan are such good friends. Yeah. It's, it's it. even though like when they kill Angel, I'm like, oh, it's all
1: fake.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Timeline. Really? Yep. Immediately. Cause I'm like, cause I'm a comic book reader. I'm like nope, you know, you your launch, you're relaunching X Men. Yeah, you're not gonna do that by killing off half of them.
1: I mean, it could just be that like if this is the the timeline that we've been currently in, mm-hmm. and that like maybe by the end of this, the we'll be next timeline will be
0: ten or eleven.
1: Well, or maybe that's like the current like one, but it's like whatever's cur- going on currently and where will change whatever like right. post Heroes and, and House of X, but that like. Maybe RSRX is is crying in this because it's just like it this never is, works. This is the only thing we attempted that like where it was just like well let's just kill the X Men.
0: Right, right, <laughs> just, right. Well, I was gonna say I'll maybe just he's
1: throw everything at it.
0: Maybe he's crying because remember they, like this is the this is supposedly the timeline where they throw away the roll book. Right, and it's like we always lose. Yeah, like every time. Like yeah. yeah, we blow up the head, but like these are my best agents and they're all dead and they're also like so and it and, like, and, and, and mattered to me. And, yeah, Storm, me? you're my phone though. Apparently. And like, also it's dead. Like I pay, I didn't, I didn't pay you're, my, you're my
1: FaceTime. I,
0: you're my FaceTime, but like, I don't pay my data plan now. Cause Jean's dead. Like it's just me now <laughs> and Cypher, I guess, you know, like what? Anyway, it, it's stakes are high. It's really cool. Yeah. I hope it's just a really, really amazing story that doesn't me like, too. that doesn't like taint the relaunch. Like the relaunch should yeah. be just really cool and fun. I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be great. Um, Cash Money in the Bank says, "Keep up the awesome, y'all. Thank you very much. You too, my friend. Mm-hmm. Thank you." Not Nachiket Naik says, "Stanley presents DC. Just imagine for three hundred. There's, there's so many. It's an omnibus, man. I don't know. And they're all individual stories. So we like tell tell forty stories." yeah um king's Portal says uh dark victory for 300 that's yeah, a sequel we're not doing sequels for 300 uh we will do dark victory at some point but we're not doing sequels for 300 okay uh, algae try hells to the yes it's Compop pop live quick do that stern look i don't know what that means but like i'll try uh thank you <laughs> <laughs> i I don't, I don't know what that means. But, uh, I mean, I do look stern. You'll see me do it when we talk about the next book. Uh, Mr. Supertastic says, not a fan of the issue because there's so, there's too much death and not enough breathing space to feel the weight of sacrifice makes it feel irrelevant. I think you're supposed to know it's irrelevant. I think you're supposed to, like, so it's just kind of, like, take those moments. Curtin and Logan have the big moment. And, but, but LaRoz is like, but I want to do that really cool, like, Jean feels Scott's death
1: yeah. sequence. well, I really, you know what it is? It's like, yes.
0: I really expected her to become Phoenix. But she didn't. I know. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, in that moment. Just yeah,
0: but like, well, because I'm like, well, now we're in an alternate timeline. Maybe the Phoenix never came. Like, you know what's no?
1: interesting about that? It's not. Did Moira just never see that happen? Yeah. Did Moira just never see Jean Grey become the Phoenix? Because, like, how is that not part of your Red, plan? Right, how is
0: Phoenix not part of your plan? <laughs> I guess because he can't control it. But you could control Jean and help her, like, be better at it. Oops. Yeah.
1: That's okay. We'll get that later. All right. Um yeah, no. I I liked, I liked the quick death in this only because of the fact that like it, for me, as much as the the characters I think that they chose to kill off deserved try to have a little bit more. Well, but oomph- we find it I feel like the point of it was to understand the like nature of the mission they were on. Like, how high stakes it was and how much... How
0: willing they were. How willing
1: they were and how much they believed in what they were doing. And how much they would follow Professor X to the ends of the universe. Right.
0: I agree. Yeah. Weeby and Geeky says, why did Magneto go along and push it into the sun? I don't know. Any metal mission, you just send Magneto. Yeah. Uh, TARDIS Man 85, not gonna lie, the Logan Kurt scene got me. I think it was supposed to.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, what I actually liked about that more was cyclops looking out as like like as
0: wolverine dies and says the bravest man i ever knew yeah i'm I'm like that's cool yeah uh mr supertastic i like kurt with wolverine the sentinel pros great slash scary uh yes it was i'm really looking forward to the next one Magneto xavier discussing yeah i hope so we'll see also the network is going to be used to control humans right i don't know maybe maybe right I believe we're in the real timeline, which is ten. But Moira has secret life number eleven that will resurrect everyone. Yeah, this could be a, this could be ten, and then like the relaunch is eleven. That's my expectation.
1: Right, but if they relaunch the X Men there, okay. So this is where I'm like struggling in terms of what is a timeline versus what is just a redo. Because if if the relaunch is um, now, the next, if the relaunch is the next timeline, mm-hmm. like I, I think that's what they're saying that like ten. Is, 10 is now. is now 10 is Hawks but then if we do 11 it's the relaunch they how can they interact with any other characters right because we wouldn't be telling stories about them
0: because Mara's gonna die at the end of 10
1: right but you no, know what I mean like Spider-Man yeah That's strange Thor like what timeline are they in because I assume if that if 10 is the real timeline the stories we're reading about now are in 10 otherwise th- that Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. But House of X and po- Ho- Hawks and Pox are basically like a retcon and that all that shit happened or didn't happen no
1: i know but they are saying that like they they were thinking that the there real are no other
0: books that be... reference these no i what
1: no i know that no no they were saying that the real timeline is 10
0: oh then it's not
1: right because it's like then you wouldn't be telling stories exactly like, no yeah. like,
0: it couldn't be because That's what I was yeah to get to. no you're right <laughs> uh louie <laughs> southard says uh i always assume that year 1000 was moira's secret sixth life and that the timeline where she sided with the machines instead of humans are mutants yeah
1: yeah could be that
0: could be we're definitely gonna see that so i hope so you'll be vindicated either way
1: i really hope it all makes sense at the end it will that's that's like my well, number, number one hope it all makes sense it,
0: it, there's i have no doubt <laughs> that it will. And finally, Doomsday Clock number 11 from Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, the most irrelevant book of the year. Uh, it went from the biggest, most important thing to the least. And that is a damn shame because this book will read great. No one will know when it's all collected, like when it's all put together in trade. No one will know like what this was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. They'll only get to read this like cool book that felt a little rushed at the end. Right. And we'll wonder why it even exists. Because mm. why does it exist? What is this like? Right, because right, like because devil's advocate for a second. Doomsday Clock was the big crescendo to Rebirth. It was when they launched Rebirth, when they launched this pub- public- publishing initiative. They're like, here's this thing, and there's breadcrumbs that lead to this book. And like the button was this kind of like stopgap, so that Gary Frank could draw some more. And it's still delayed, but Doomsday Clock is the end game. It's mm-hmm. where it's all culminating to, and then the Doomsday Clock. End result will be the new status quo. And I'm not talking about like a retcon or a reboot, although I'm sure something to that effect was definitely considered. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it absolutely was going to be, in my opinion and in my estimation, based on my years of experience and my connection to the internal workings of these companies, is that like that was going to be the next phase that like rebirth was like, okay, that's rebirth. That's phase one. And then like doomsday clock is the wrap up of that phase. And then phase two is like where, where it goes from there. Mm -hmm. It's why like Saturn girl is this element, this like MacGuffin character and why the justice society is this like linchpin Mm -hmm. and why no one remembers them. And why like Jay Garrick shows up at the end of the button, but flash doesn't recognize him. You know, like all this stuff, it was all culminating to this thing where, you know, a, a, the sequence where Wally and Barry embrace and Barry rescues Wally, it's absolutely representation rep- representative of, like, what it was supposed to be and where uh, what it, rep- like, we're bringing things back and we're changing the continuity, mm-hmm. right? That's what I think they were heading towards and what they were working towards, and now it won't be. And it can't be, right? because... It's not, mm-hmm. because things that this is, like, teasing are no longer connected. Right. It, like, Dr. Manhattan moving the battery away from, you know... Alan Scott. Alan Scott, and so he dies instead mm-hmm. of becoming the Green Lantern, and the JSA isn't formed, and the whole Superman hyper-time, like, no, what do they call it? Uh...
1: Oh, the um, the Superman.
0: Yeah, like his time, like it was like it was a meta term. I can't remember it now because it was three oh, months. Oh, I don't since remember that at one. all.
1: No, there's nothing I remember about that. But like
0: that it was, back. but like uh, they refer to like a new way of time in DC that is like a meta response to editorial retconning. Like Superman does exist through like from the '30s to now, and that his origins keep getting rebooted. Right, and it's like that. Manhattan was the one who was moving it and that metaverse it was yeah that we're not in a multiverse we're in a metaverse uh so awesome such a great thoughtful concept plus the whole Watchmen angle we didn't even get a chance to talk about like that like the whole element of like what does Watchmen have to do with it why do Watchmen what are we gonna do with the Watchmen character or the universe or Mm -hmm. or those characters how will they impact or respond to, or influence the universe. Here, but if if this is just a twelve issue miniseries that was cool and is outside of continuity, then what was the point?
1: Mm.
0: Like, why comment on Superman being in a metaverse and that like it all like is connected to Superman's like retconning if it's just some kind of like Elseworlds book?
1: I mean, it could just also be an exploration of that concept.
0: Sure, but it's not going anywhere. And it, why use Watchmen to do it? If it's just like a, hey, that's a thought exercise, then it's irresponsible to like change or sequelize Watchmen to do that. Right. Uh, anyway, so this story is that like Batman stops a nuclear attack. Oh, did he? Like That's the cover of this issue, but it sure happens in two panels. I guess we'll move on from that because there's no time. So then uh, there's the whole like, Black Adam in Kondok and he's forming this super villain or no meta human army mm-hmm. and like nation state. And he's like, I guess we'll just attack earth now. Like everything is ramped up. There's no time for anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything is just, this is this this, this. this. And then Saturn girl is a prisoner of Ozymandias and Ozymandias monologues at her and he explains everything. Yeah. And then she disappears. Yes. So she was never, she was never relevant. She didn't matter to the story anymore. No,
1: I think she does. I think that like Ozymandias realizes that he's affected things because she does disappear.
0: Right. I mean like certainly, it's like,
1: like she's like a litmus test. Yes. And so like, I think he, to him, it is important that she's there. Yeah. And so like, if she returns at the end, we know that things have either healed themselves or not, depending on if she comes from, a future that was affected or not affected by Manhattan, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Lex Luther fa- f- has found all the like all the John photographs mm-hmm. throughout the eras, I guess, when he impacted or influenced time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a part of it that wasn't before. Mm-hmm. But now it is. Uh, Alfred read Rorschach's journal. Mm-hmm tries to recruit the new Rorschach back. He yeah. rejects him and leaves. Yeah. Um y- you know, it's Marion Mimes show up and then Ozymandias explains why they were in the book. And now they're not anymore. Like Well, they're there. Yeah, but it's like they were really important. We dedicated three whole issues to them and then they're like they're here and then they're not anymore. Like it's just there's no time.
1: I, mean, I guess. It's almost
0: like they ran out of time. No, this book But they planned twelve issues. I
1: feel like this book was more um meant to be a catch-up. Like what? hi, just in case you weren't you didn't understand what was going on, I'm gonna make sure you do understand. What? I mean Vite is the kind of guy who does do that sort of yeah,
0: thing. Yeah, but like, no. It's twelve whole issues. Mm-hmm. You have if you planned this and it's three years old or whatever. Is Don't it... hold my hand at the penultimate issue. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um. Anyway, so it all culminates in a in in the. Well,
1: maybe I mean like it could just literally be that they're like, no, I want to make sure that you get this next issue, like, right? Like, I want you to f- have the full impact of what is coming next.
0: Yeah. Uh. So then Black Adam's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the United States. So then he and his meta human army attack Superman. Mm-hmm. Stands in their way, and then he bumps into Dr. Manhattan, and so here comes the end of the book. Right. There is... The book introduces the concept of the metaverse. It's impossible to not meta-read this issue. And as such, it's not possible to divorce it from the stuff Mm -hmm. around it and what else is going on with it. And so, it, it's hard to talk about it as like issue eleven of Doomsday Clock. Oh, cool! Like, you yeah, know, yeah. Batman does this thing, and then Superman fights Black Adam, and oh no! Like, but also though, it's supposed to be doing something, and it's not anymore. So now, what is it supposed to be? Yeah. Now, what does it mean? What is this issue about now?
1: Right. Well, I mean, we can't really control that. I mean, like if they, if editorial decides, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like,
0: at least he's able to tell the story. Except you know that he also changed things because of that.
1: See, I you know, I was actually rethinking all of that. Right. Like, I like, was rethinking that, you know, when they tie it into Heroes in Crisis? Yeah,
0: that was, I, I think that was obviously a retcon.
1: No, I think that he did that almost like maybe he thought that they were going to not keep this continuity. And so, so he's he was, like... I'm going to cement it. Yeah, no, actually it is. You can't ignore this book as being like, if you want to know when this book came out, now you know when this yeah, book
0: came Yeah, now they out. reference Heroes in Crisis. They mentioned Sanctuary. Like, there was just
1: like a moment when I was reading this, I was like, I wonder if he did that on purpose where he's just like, nope.
0: It feels like.
1: No, like it, I did this.
0: It's funny because like we're about to build up towards like this big fight, which we know is not going to be a fight because Jeff Johns has said out loud a number of times and who knows if he's lying, but like we've heard a number of times that the battle between Superman and Dr. Manhattan is going to be ideological and less about, like, fists. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's funny because this is building towards this, like, grand battle of, like, powers. Mm -hmm. And there's also one going on in this book's editorial Mm -hmm. bullpen where, like, Johns and everyone else are fighting and butting heads against, like, what this means and where DC is going. Mm. It's almost like, one person Superman wants DC to go in one direction and all the other like powers want it to go in another direction that is like, as the reader are supposed to think is wrong.
1: Right. I mean like, it's funny cause it's like, yes, I definitely see that, but I guess reading this and I don't know if it's just, I think it's just my interpretation of it. Yeah. But like, I see the, the battle really is between like Ozymandias and Dr. Manhattan. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, and like I don't know why, but like, that's just like what I, I don't know. That's just a holdover from watching. Right. You know what they, I mean? They
0: want you, I mean, like for some reason, like he's really like, he's got something going on, but like, despite his monologue where he basically explains what everyone's role is, including new Rorschach and who he actually is and where he actually came from and what it matters, um, you know, he's used as that device, but he doesn't really do
1: much. Yeah, you know. I'm wondering if like his end goal isn't like, cause I don't know because yeah. like again, like reading these issues so spread out and yeah. like, should I be doing my due diligence and like going, going back, back and, and reading, reading
0: the, the other issues? Yeah, yeah, I really
1: should, but I haven't been partially because that's just, I don't have time to do that. No. Each, each time this comes out, I don't have time to reread mm-hmm. this whole thing. No, oh, I hear you. Um, but also because it's like I want the experience <laughs> of like, what is this like if you are just reading these and just picking them up? yeah each and the the experience it's, it's is, rough. is rough. It's rough. But um it feels like Asmandez's end goal is to like make John feel bad about not helping right. like their world dies. how profound. Where it's just, like, you're gonna meet this guy who's gonna teach you, like, why you're wrong.
0: Right, okay, That's that'd be cool, I'd be okay with like, that. it was,
1: I don't think that's what's gonna happen, but wouldn't that be, like, spectacular, where it's right. just, like, you like, did all of this just to prove me wrong? Yeah,
0: like, I, I could never have convinced you, but I know someone who could. Yeah. Except he didn't know that he existed until he showed up.
1: Right, right, well, he came here, like, he had all of these, like, like, you know, he brought rorschach he brought mary to mime in order to try to convince john when that didn't work he did what he does best which was he watched and he learned about the world around him and then started putting another plan into place yes no i agree i don't know if that really is at the end of the day going to be what this is really truly about yeah i don't know um i think in particular this issue is going to be bizarre in trade yeah because it's like for me this was a welcomed reminder of things that came to be and things that might be actually important. Mm-hmm. But like for like reading the trade to be like, cool, I'm reading this trade. Okay, cool. What are we doing right now? Right. Why are we going through? I just read all of this. Right. Exactly. You know? And it's like, oh, you know, and again, it could just be a clarifier. Like yeah. these are the things you need to pay attention to focus. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. Or just
1: the nature of a Vite where it's just like, I really think very highly of myself.
0: <laughs> well, he definitely does that.
1: Like, hey, look! Somebody needs to appreciate how much work I did, and the cat can't talk. Right. So,
0: so that's all we got. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. No, I hear, I hear you saying there. Uh, ultimately, it is, it is well written. It is, it looks very good. Yeah. Um, and it looks like Johns is sticking to his guns. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. But My uh, it, it, you know, there's a the backups have like. Lex Luthor has been kind of, like, monitoring everything in his own Ozymandiasian way, mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, I watch what John's been doing, and I have all these collections of, like, what's been going on, including the first, like, multiversal crisis, which was, like, the, the, the Flash's meeting and stuff. Right. Also, John's, like, defiantly included that moment where Wally and Barry, like, embrace again, where he's yeah. like, no! Because, <laughs> like, that, and, and that's, for me, the thing that, the most damning piece of it the thing that makes me like the most frustrated uh-huh. is the f- is, is the fact that in Heroes in Crisis uh Wally is like I'm supposed to be like this hope and I'm not and it just it's a he is outright railing against what he represents to the DC universe and the characters therein
1: mm-hmm.
0: in Heroes in Crisis and we know he's DC's like golden boy. Yeah, like we know he's the guy that they get to do whatever they want, and right. that he like is a company man who's happy to just like toe the company line and be like, "Yo, like don't blame Dio, don't blame so and so. Like it's my book. Like anything that I did was not editorially driven. It was me. Yeah. And also like that's true in as much as I am also untouchable and I'm uneditable. And but like I'm happy to let them because like I'm also just happy to have a job. So you know. <laughs> And I also want to, like, ingratiate myself with it with Warner Brothers executives so I can make, like, shows and stuff mm-hmm. and movies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but we know that because he's, like, the company man and he gets... Like, that, that what he's doing is he's, like, the mouthpiece or the inadvertent representative of what's going on back there. Yeah. And so we know, based on King's meta writing, and it's either King writing that or King being told to write that, either right. way, mm-hmm. that... Complete re re rewriting that retcon of Wally and what he represents from rebirth to now is a reaction that says we don't want to do what Johns was doing. We don't want to have that. I guess for me that says that in like at the top of their lungs. Yeah, and so you're you're so it makes Doomsday Clock all the more vexing and difficult to get through because you're like you are. you are fighting like an unstoppable force. Like, yeah. You are fighting against, you're tilting at windmills in this at this point. <laughs> and so, you know, for him to put that moment in there in a book that was probably drawn like about a month ago or less uh, says to me like, no, I am absolutely saying that what I said in rebirth matters and is part of my whole narrative. Yeah. But, what heroes in crisis says is the exact opposite of that. Mm -hmm. And so it makes doomsday clock kind of like this interesting, like counterculture. Like this is the biggest book from DC. It's one, it's a huge seller. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of momentum fell off of it because of its delays. And I, I gotta tell you, like, I'm sure it pisses a lot of people off at the editorial level. Like that it, that it's still that they have to put it out. Yeah, anymore.
1: that people still want it. I they think still it, want to know. Yeah,
0: that people ask them about it. Like we're talking about the next thing, and Snyder's doing this whole perpetua, and they're like, "Yeah, when's Doomsday Clock coming out?" And they're like, right. "Oh my God, could you shut up about this thing, that like is putting us in a direction that we don't want to go in?" Like well, that's how it feels.
1: Right. and like that to me, like talk, like speaks to a larger issue at DC, which is like leadership leadership and also like a commitment to telling stories you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not saying that you like when you have a shared universe you have to communicate with one another and you can't you just, have to have a plan you have to have a plan a you timeline you gotta let like people a... go crazy and just write whatever i understand that because you have a shared
0: universe right. you're not
1: you're not running image you're not running boom you're not running door no reverse. it's different but you
0: do run dc and so as such you had yeah. imprints you know, like, oh, I want to keep, we got have these, we got these hot writers. I want to keep them. Yeah. Like, well, then keep them satisfied. I want to write Justice League. Okay, you got it. By the way, there's rules yeah. to that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, I want to do my own thing. That's cool. There's an Elseworlds label. You just write whatever exactly. you want and put it over there. But, uh, but, but you have
1: to have a commitment to those labels. Like, again, I don't want to beat this dead horse. They created Black Label. Right. And then they immediately were like, never mind. Oh,
0: wait uh, Yeah, Black Label. We could do anything. Oh, except for that.
1: Right. Oh, never mind. None of it. And that's where it's like, so, like, it just seems like there's no commitment to telling a good story. And so when Doomsday Clock which is a competently written book yes. with a lot going on in it with like really intricate panels combining right. two universes that people are interested in so you have this really strong story don't be surprised that people want it yeah. because they want stories yeah they
0: they love stories that's your that's your business i understand your business is selling books but those books have stories within the pages mm-hmm. you're not selling 32 ish like 32 pages of cool colorful art that everyone wants to have on their walls you're doing that too presumably, but like those stories have to go in sequence in a thing in a narratively satisfying way. Yeah. For that, it's like, I I don't understand how you can miss the mark so, so hard. Mm -hmm. And it's also frustrating for Doomsday Clock because like you have this intricate book that has like, it's dense and it's totemic and you got to like dig through. And also I've got to think about what you're doing at the at the, at the business side of it. Like, I got to think about how your, how your editorial department is working on this book. Like it's hard enough to just penetrate the book narratively speaking, Mm -hmm. but then I got to read it from the, from the element from, because it's narratively unsatisfying to know that there's other elements that are at play. Like if, if you're doing your job, you're telling your stories properly, it, i was we were watching it chapter two from red letter media they did yeah. the half in the bag and they were talking about like the sound issues during a dinner scene and they're like you know bill Hader's talking in you know off screen then they cut to him and he's not talking yeah and it's like if the scene is competently done yeah and if it's engaging i don't give a shit about that kind of thing i never notice it yeah but i only notice it when i'm not engaged right Like, if that scene is boring, then I'm going to look, I'm going to, I'm going to notice the technical faults and problems. I'm going to notice that like, you know, you, you open that fortune cookie, but it's, it's full in the next shot. Yeah. But if the story is engaging, you won't notice all that stuff. Right. Because you're like pulled into the story with doomsday clock. There's just, it's because of its corruption. Yeah. It's hard to really enjoy it as a story.
1: Right. Well, I guess my, like I think where like where that might be going is like the story itself is engaging, but however, the fact that the story is no longer engaged with the rest of the DC universe is where things start to fall apart because it's like and you part of pitch them. this to. Us. Yeah, this is... As being a, like, game changer for the DC universe. Yes,
0: and now, ha- and now more than two-thirds of the way through...
1: We're saying it's not anymore. Oh,
0: actually, it's a really cool story, though. It's just its, its own thing.
1: Right, and here's the thing. If you had said that to begin with, we Everyone would be in a definitely it. different boat. Totally. But you can't sell us on this one concept and then be like, never mind, editorial changed its mind because because, because whatever reasons, because at that point you are meta reading it
0: yeah and we don't know and they don't issue statements that yeah. say like uh actually Mr. So-and-so and Ms. So-and-so said this and that those and you can draw diagrams to how mm-hmm. each thing like really whenever I, when I, and that's why I never do this I never go like "The Dio did this because I don't know that he didn't he didn't issue a statement no one blamed him there's no names and it's like irresponsible to ascribe names to the things that are happening because what you're doing is you're interpreting politics and you don't know really like all you can do is hold people accountable for what they say Mm -hmm. and do and you don't know no and that's why it's like i all i can do is be frustrated and talk about how dc is dropping the ball sometimes yes because that's what you're doing. Regardless of who's in charge of it, like, you're driving the bus. <laughs> and it's like, if you're doing it wrong, yeah. you know, I, I, all, the headline's gonna read, bus crashes into nursing home. <laughs> Not, "Didio drove bus? in." Like, the, no one's gonna, know. The headline is, DC is driving the bus. Yeah. Not whoever. That's why it's so frustrating. Yeah. Like, but... You know, and, and we don't know. Like we don't we don't know no. we don't know what John's wants to do. All we know is what they told us. And you're right, like when they told us about Doomsday Clock three years ago, mm-hmm. they were like, this is this is, and this goes to this and this goes to this. And like, you know what's never happened in the history of comic book publishing? Uh, where they had a thing in continuity and it just kept going, mm-hmm. and it was like and one fed into the other, into the other, into the other, and then at the crucial juncture point, they went, Oh, that." That right there, that's actually an imaginary story and has no bearing on continuity whatsoever. Yeah. That's never happened. Yeah. So it's like, based on all of that and your experience, you can kind of contextually say... Yeah. Editorial said to change gears right here.
1: Yeah. And that then that is... It's difficult to separate yourself from that, but like, you know, we read this in trade... I, again I'm very interested to reading this in trade. I am too and, like so like I am kind of glad I haven't been like going back and rereading it because yeah, it's gonna be a fresh read in a sense. Be, absolutely. Like just going through it in trade. Um I think what it says to me the most though is like this shift in the importance and like overall like direction that this was meant to, or now not meant to take the DC universe, says that if you did decide partway that you didn't want this direction anymore, you couldn't come up with a more creative way to get yourself out of it. That's
0: the thing. All you do is tell (laughs) stories about magic flying men and women who can grow and shrink and shoot rays out of their eyes. And you can't come up with an imaginative reason for why this isn't in continuity or why it is or how it works. Mm -hmm. Like I get that Frank takes a long time, but like what's Fabic's excuse for why three Jokers is taking so goddamn long. Like it's gotta be tied up, right? Because he's faster. Like,
1: right, but like regardless of like, is that continuity? We don't like. I assume it is Gary Frank because I know it does take a long time to do that style of. And
0: art. by the way, it's worth it. It is every worth issue it. It is gorgeous. Is. It's worth it for the time.
1: Um, but I just I just feel like there could have been a better way than ignoring it.
0: It it you know what it does? It's not just like lazy. Mm-hmm. It's also insulting to your readership to be like. Oh, you still care? No, we've we, oh over here behind the scenes, we stopped referring to that or caring about it long ago.
1: I still have my enamel button.
0: <laughs> yeah, my I have three posters button. that DC handed us yeah. that are like, get ready for some shit. Yeah, and it's like, hey, three years later, almost four. They're like, eh, actually, mm, don't worry about that. Yeah, no, perpetua. Great name, by the way. <laughs> uh, so let's jump into some super chats. Before we talk about books that we recommend for that are coming out this week. Yeah. Uh
1: no, I think we got these. Did we? I think we're Oh, Weeby
0: and Geeby says, uh Weeby and Geeby. Weeby and Geeky says Doomsday Clock takes place before Snyder's Justice League. The thing is when it's done, you could you can pick and choose. You can be like, sure. Except
1: you know it takes place during Heroes of Christ.
0: Except you know, yeah, you can be like, no, it has yeah, it takes well, it takes place right before because they refer to sanctuaries. So That's true, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, but then it does after. Never mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so jumping into some recommendations for books that are coming out this week. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 29 is coming out. Uh, MJ and Spider-Man. So yay. Nice. Cool. It's a new story arc. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I'm excited. Kev Walker's drawing it, which I like a lot.
1: Okay. I like just, is, is his name Kevin or Kev?
0: It, it says Kev. Oh, I
1: yeah, I don't like, know him personally. I thought personally. you were like being really like, Good old you know. Kev Walker. Yeah, I know Kev. You listen, know Kev.
0: Listen, Kev, if you want to hang out, we will. So, you know. It's just saying. Give me a call. Kev yeah Kev what's up this is for you Kev but uh yeah and this
1: one's for you more <laughs> uh,
0: also Silver Surfer Black number four it's almost done
1: oh. One
0: more issue to go nice.
1: well two because you gotta get this well, one well this one and then the next one yeah. I
0: really thought he was gonna be like I thought each issue he was gonna be more consumed by that black hand it's just the arm I'm sure he will at the end of the issue. You
1: don't know. Yeah.
0: Whatever. It's cool, by the way. It's,
1: it, could, it could, you know. It's
0: cool. It reads fast. Right. Oh, so I don't know if it's worth like $4, but it's... Right. You it,
1: could get, well, at this point, you could get the trade.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, an episode of Back issues would be like 25 minutes long. You don't know that. Oh, I... Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> Silver Server, he goes to here, and then then he doesn't.
1: The, the questions, man. It's the questions. Yeah.
0: But they're questions that it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Why yeah. did he do that? I don't know felt like it it's Norrin man yeah he does what he wants
1: it's all for Shalabal
0: yeah (laughs) anyway so what do you got
1: oh um, I want to clarify something is killing the children is coming out for its second and then third variant okay so you'll be able to get a second printing with a variant cover this week they are returning for a third printing okay the thing that's coming out for its fourth printing was once in Future, in future oh okay so, which listen, you should also pick up. Listen, guys. Like, I know we don't talk a whole lot about Boom Studios right now, but right now they have two books that I'm absolutely like t- loving. The first issues of that being Once in Future by Kieran Gillen, the other being Something Is Killing Chil- Children by uh, uh, Tynan. So, Hard you have a chance to get. Yes, I know. Um, you have a chance to pick up um additional printings of those as they are coming out. Um, but the other things that I'm coming that are coming out that I am excited for that are new. Um, Unearth Number Three, the Cullen Bun. Um, like Descent, Alien, like Alien, like the movie, like yeah. hybrid Asia, hybrid image book is coming out. It's issue three. It's a mini. So I've been digging on that. It's just a lot of fun. Cool. Um, I'm also going to mention the fact that Dr. Strange number 19 is coming out. Hey. That's all I'm going to say about that. hmm Moving on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Daredevil 11, Chip Zdarsky, Daredevil, you gotta buy it. Mm-hmm. Also, Spider-Man's going to be in it. So check it out. It's such a good book. hmm It's, it's one of the best runs of Daredevil in a long time. It okay. may beat Mark Wade's run. I don't know. check it out.
1: Wow, yeah, that's funny if you're talking about Mark Wade, and I'm also talking about Mark Wade,
0: yeah, and he's yeah, well, you know, the next yeah. one will certainly
1: well, we'll see because these are the 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 strange this last one was a little standalone. I think this issue is going to be a standalone and yep. they're a little stronger. I just wish they were a little better tighter. Yeah, um, I'm gonna mention King Thor number one. King Thor. It's coming out. It's a four-part miniseries by Jason Aaron and Asad Ribic. It's like they're they're Is this going the to be, end. They're gonna conclude their epic Thor story of like you know King Thor and the far-fung future, the All Father. Yeah. of a broken realm. Um, which I picked up a little bit of, so I'm like interested in that. Yeah, you so love I'm that? Gonna, I go check it out and, and see what's going on there. Right. Um, I assume Rubik's gonna be bringing his A game <sighs> for this. I mean, yeah. he always does, but like I think. I
0: bet he did that Conan book as like a pallet cleanser where he's like, I'm still in the zone for Thor. I'm going to yeah. draw Conan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, I have one more thing. Go ahead. Speaking of Assad Ribic, Marvel monograph. The Art of Assad Ribbick will be coming out. Ooh, okay. Um, so if you want to just get a book filled with Assad Ribbick pieces with a little insight from him, that's the book to get. It will, it, I think it's coming out in comic book stores on the 11th, that's what's kind of what they're indicating, but it'll be on Amazon mm. on the 25th of September. Okay. So I'm going to probably grab this one. Um, I really love these idea these monograph books. There's a Stuart Eminem one coming up Ooh. soon enough as well. Yeah. Um, just... I love the concept of them and I want to support it, so I think I'm going to grab this one. Totally.
0: Uh, and, of course, Pox, Powers of uh, Ten <laughs> comes out, number four of six.
1: Pox upon you. Yes.
0: Uh, but, yeah, Powers of Ten. Uh, pff, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, Because the summaries are always like, so, you know, the X-Men battle against I insurmountable see- odds. Right,
1: but I see the name Sinister Yeah, here. Sinister
0: does best. Uh, sinister does what Sinister does best, and the future comes to an end.
1: I hope it's monologue and make things hard for Gene and Scott.
0: Yeah. Also makes clone babies or some goddamn thing. Uh, I do know the cover is implying, you know what? I'll bet powers a 10. We'll answer the exact question about what timeline this is.
1: I guess. Yeah. What's funny is like this cover reminds me more of the heroes or the house of X though. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking it's going to be kind of, but not really. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Cool. Send me my X Men. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, if you want to get more comic pop goodness, uh, you can always subscribe to this channel, like the video, it helps us out a little bit, and uh, of course, leave a comment down below letting us know what book you're picking up next week and uh, or this week, I should say. Yeah. And of course, check out every other show we do here: Back Issues Off the Rack, Elseworlds Exchange, and so much more. There's a lot of big back uh, log of other shows that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a big fan of our old catalog, some of our shows have been retired. Shows like. Uh, what was it uh, busted and uh, you know some other shows? Uh, yeah. Those shows that were retired. I'm actually posting over on the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Comic Pop Official, because of course. Different bullshit companies took Compop long before we did, yeah. uh, and then just sat on them and want like ten thousand dollars for the Renault domain, Which so they not. can eat a dick. So <laughs> we're uh, you know feel free to just check that out, uh, Facebook.com/slash Pop official, um, and more. You know there's so much more. Oh Patreon.com/slash Compop, you can get weekly updates. But what's going on here at the uh, channel? Yeah, and uh, see more. You know here on this channel, stay tuned. And uh, you know oh, and if you like the audio version of this show, you can go to uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. No, not SoundCloud, but but Podbean. It's over there. Yeah. And Weebian Geeky says, uh, "Who is your second favorite comic character, you guys?" Uh,
1: second favorite.
0: I don't know. Probably like Daredevil or something.
1: Daredevil really is your second favorite? Well,
0: it's not my first favorite. I mean,
1: Dark Strange is my favorite favorite.
0: They yeah. always like alternate. I, I my, you know, my number one, oh, it's it's always Spider-Man and Batman. Those are my two like major favorites, which makes me like a total plebe and like you no one should believe or listen to a word I have to say. These are the most popular characters and so lame, no. but like it's always those two. Oh, I've missed out on Preston Bryan who said, "Thanks for explaining your frustrations. I agree with everything you're saying. Why is it hard to do a story and just deliver? I don't know, right? Like I don't know, I don't get it. Uh, but yeah, second favorite character, <laughs> Storm. There you go. That's fair. <sighs> Storm needs like somebody who cares to like just 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 redo her. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. redo that character." Like, you know, they need to house of X Hickman her up where it's like, let me, let me let me do something with Storm. Cause like anytime anybody does something with Storm, they're like, How about I give her a boyfriend? or I or, or you know, or send her back to Africa. Like, no, no, do something cool with Storm. <laughs> Don't do it just something obvious with just, storm
1: this is a long episode i'm just looking at the timer it's a double
0: length episode of, of off the rack <laughs> so thanks a lot for hanging out yeah and by the way if you like video games go to twitch.tv slash compop tv and watch this lady play video games every wednesday and sunday you're uh, in wow classic so if you want to right visit azura for now for, now, for,
1: for we're, now we're gonna actually be moving away from that in a little bit true dad yeah
0: yeah but uh for now check it out oh new emotes dad. and i i hear <laughs> that the super chats have super stickers So maybe we can generate some comic pop themed sickers for this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I just that are similar to uh, your,
1: nobody wants the emotes I made over here. No,
0: no, no. but I'm just saying like, but in a similar fashion, if you do
1: want emotes, you go to the purple channel, you can get one of me dancing. It's a, it's a cartoon. Yeah. Drawing. They're all fun. One of me yelling a cubed bee.
0: I I love that bee.
1: And a happy butt
0: and a happy butt what does that mean find out more check it out but uh, yeah thanks so much for hanging out with us and we'll see you guys next time here <laughs> on youtube.com slash pop yeah see you then I'm Sal I'm Tiffany so long everybody bye guys
1: <laughs>